0: Oh, Owen, starting to drag uh, a little bit. How are you feeling?
1: Um, do you want to know what the the main problem is? Uh sweat. now at this stage. It doesn't seem like a strenuous activity podcast, but it can't, no, it's actually my ears with see with the headphones on, man. It's Yeah, I'm going
0: uh, I was going without the headphones, no uh, ear pods, I just I got the computer sound coming on and we are
1: at at, at the beginning of hour 7. Is yours sugar-free as well? No, uh, they didn't have them. Normally, I do get sugar-free ones, but I got these ones tonight. Um, It's going well, man. When you're you're watching
0: your weight and your calories like me, you you have to just make sure not to have any excess sugar. (laughs) I look like
1: you by the end of this podcast.
0: We're going to switch position.
2: Do you want to know what?
1: Do you want to know what? It's been going really well, and something I'm really, really happy about is the amount of people listening and and the amount of people in the chat that have been constantly going through this as well. So it's making it way, way, way easier having so many people interacting. And as you said, so many conversations going on in there too. So that's sort of yeah, pushing fantastic. me on a little. I mean,
0: well, let's be completely upfront. I mean, our, 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 you know, we, we don't put out content as regularly and religiously and, and quality as, as a lot of the other fantastic podcasts who pull in bigger numbers. I mean, Tom deserves every bit of success that he's having. Sophie and Kev on, on Highbury Squad, obviously your, you know, your, your Arsblog situation. Uh, I mean, they, they're putting together content that is fantastic and regular. Mm-hmm. We're all kind of in a position where we don't do that. So when we get, you know, 15, 20, 20, 25, 30, 40 people watching at the same time, uh, it's thrilling for us because we know that we're, you know, we're getting a core of people and some additional people around them that that come on for the time being. And it's been pretty consistently between 40 and 60 the entire time. And, and like you said, there are some people, uh, Mark Backridden, who I, who I, I don't know if he's discovered us through the Highbury squad, but I know that, that he, uh, he, he's a regular uh, squatty there. I think he said Mm -hmm. something about trying to stay up uh, and, and, you know, stay up with us. I don't know if you've been on since the beginning, but, uh, but he's a king. Yeah. I mean, Uh that, there there are there's this group of people whose names i recognize from from when i'm in chats on other podcasts and they've come into ours as and it's just a it's a it's a family and a really good set of group listeners i would rather have you know 12 marked recruitants than 3000 of whoever listens to some of those other youtube channels uh,
1: another big thing as well that you sort of have to mention too um just before we move on um and it's sort of fitting to say this before the other boys come in. Is that how, how much the guests have made it easier as well? Because from 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 Elliot to Alan, um, Simon, Chris, uh, and then all the boys coming in, uh, it's really sort of every changeover of guests has given us a bit of a bit of a lift. I've noticed. So big shout out to everybody that's coming, has been on, and that is coming on. So.
0: Yeah, so, and, uh, and and this is the biggest compliment of all. Your, your pods are better than 95% of the other ones. Now, I'm a math guy. I'm a math guy. Um, I can do this calculation real quick because what he's saying is that the 5% of the other pods are better than ours. Now, mm-hmm. there's 14,000 Arsenal podcasts. So mm-hmm. 5% of 14,000 is about 700 podcasts. Um, so we're the 701st best Arsenal podcast
1: brilliant yeah I, would and
0: I will i mean these if you had told me that in 2016 when when andy came up with the idea and we started this thing that we would be the 701st best podcast i would have said let's not bother but at this point i'm thrilled to be in the top 800 at
2: mm-hmm.
1: this point. Mm-hmm. It's, so, it's a pleasure it's a pleasure to be along for the ride absolutely is so, and we've made it this far without any nudity so it's that's good and well, and, and and with Danny being done, I
0: think we can probably we can we can almost call that a. I mean, we can say that we're going to make it through the whole show without nudity. Speaking mm. of someone who isn't on camera because he's nude, um, John uh, yep. from the three hundred five cast. John, what can we can we find out your location and as to why you're not on camera at this point? You're you're entitled. Uh, you're doing a Drew impression at this point, uh, but that's uh, it, you... either
1: it, it, that's either water or engine. That are you is, yeah? Uh, are are you exposed That's an escalator. I'm no, uh,
3: I I I have basically been uh, taken. I was doing work stuff, and now I've been taken by the significant other to buy stuff for the house. So that's what we're doing now.
0: Ah, I know, I know how that goes. Um, we, yes. we we've just picked out all the options for our our place in Florida, and uh, so you must be having a great nice. time. <laughs>
3: Yes, it's fantastic. There's and and, and you're not gonna, ass, gonna you're,
0: you're not gonna get divorced by being on a podcast while you're doing, <laughs> whilst you're doing that.
3: Well, maybe. So I'll, I'll I'll send you the bill for my divorce attorney.
0: <laughs> All right, awesome. sorry. Just just sending a quick message because we may have uh, we you know we we had hoped and anticipated on having Drew Thompson on with us for this hour and possibly the next hour, but uh, circumstances outside of anybody's control. Uh, have prevented that from happening. So, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna bring on a couple of uh, other people, some scheduled to be here, some not, uh, but yet wonderful people. Jared, speaking of wonderful people, all,
4: Jared, Jared on, been, Jared's
0: oh Jared, 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 Bin from Chicago, Miami John is now. For, what, what kind of name is Miami John when you're when you live in Chicago?
5: It means yeah, you well, sell. To fair,
3: well, to to be fair, it, it, it is John now. I, I dropped the Miami part. So, well, I'm not dropping. I know you, you won't drop Miami, Park, but I did yes do that, right?
0: <laughs> I have
3: to change no, I, will not.
0: I mean, nothing makes me think deep dish pizza than a guy named Miami John. I don't just go and well, change that, my that contacts looks, in my phone thing.
3: for. Anything. Yeah, well, I wouldn't expect you to. I would expect absolutely nothing less. I also have a friend named um named
0: uh, uh, Irish Owen, but he lives in Mozambique. It's weird. <laughs> He's not. He's not you. He's a different one.
2: So, he, Jared, he used, um, live,
3: he used to live. He used to live in Ireland, but then decided to move. And you still called him Irish, Owen. Oh, I did you know, because left, I, don't,
0: right? I, don't, I don't. I don't. like change. I, I don't. <laughs> That's why I'm still. I'm. I'm still holding on to Emmanuel Aboui. Apparently, uh, Jared, you're. You're. You're all? a champ, man. You have uh, burst onto the scene of people who I've become friends with uh, lately, and and just been a monster of. Of support and entertaining content, and and you know a lot of stuff that unfortunately is on the back end uh, that people can't see. But if you've interacted with us on Instagram, you're interacting with Jared and uh, and I just wanted to tell you, uh, you know, you've made Owen look like he doesn't do anything for the charity.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah,
5: yeah. Owen used the to nicest be introduction I've ever guy. gotten I mean, into my podcast. <laughs>
1: Do you want how, to know what is, I love? Sitting here for it, six it,
5: hours it, for nothing.
1: How, do you see? How, you, do, it, how does it feel to be my guy? <laughs> you know, you know, really you you know you're important it's, when it's... you get a close up. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> God damn it! Did we kicked yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. The the mistakes are going to start to cascade upon themselves, but,
2: uh, Oh, I feel like
5: this uh, is an interesting time. I came in and you guys are six hours in, so you're still feeling relatively strong and you're like, you know what? This isn't going to be as bad as we thought. And then like four hours from now, you're going to be, you're going to hit rock bottom and just be dragging.
0: There were, there were some hours that, you know, some hour segments on this podcast, Uh, Jake, I'll get to you in a second. Some, some (laughs) segments in this podcast that, uh, and, and I didn't boot John. John John disconnected. I think his wife finally uh, threw his phone in, in the koi pond at whatever mall mm-hmm. they're at.
1: Like you're at. You're on what?
0: <laughs> Did your wife throw the, the phone in the koi pond of whatever mall you're at? I, right ju- I,
3: just, I just got hit with a wooden spatula at
1: Crate and Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> by, someone, by someone you know, I hope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> So, um,
0: so what was I going oh to, I forgot what I was going to say now. Um,
1: are we going to take our other guest in or are you just going to yeah. leave the guy sitting?
0: No, I'm not going to leave the guy sitting in his room. Um, joining us for as long as he wants because he's old enough now to do this. Uh, and he has his father's permission, Jake, Arsenal, JF. Um, this, Oh, what I know, what I know what I was going to say was, um, and, but if you can turn off your fan, when you get a chance, that would be great. Um, but uh, this is one of the few hours in the podcast that I did not plan the entire hour at. I figure, you know what? We're all mates. We're all friends. Some of you are my kids, uh, <laughs> and you know we'll just we'll just talk about whatever comes up and and, and kind of have a free form hour because uh, you know you can only do so much over twenty four hours. So uh, so we will kind of stay with the theme of Arsenal, Jake. Uh, well let's talk about the FIFA tournament because one of the things we do for this for this uh, I, I know it's a sore subject with you right now, but one no of the worries. one of the things that we do for, for Gunners versus Cancer is we have a uh, a FIFA tournament on both Xbox and PlayStation. It's twenty five dollars to enter. You get so much for that. You have the fun, the companionship, the frustration,
6: the YouTube draws.
0: You get the, yeah, you get the, the free, the free entertainment of, of to, I
1: hosting you, draws. You get to play your own Xbox in your own house with your own internet. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's
0: true. You do get to do that. And, and, uh, and, and the tournament generally raises anywhere from 1500 to 2000 for the, for the, for the charity. And it's, it's really been a, gr- another great one, second annual one. We will definitely be doing a third. Uh, last year we had a bit of a, situation when jake rampaged through the field and won the tournament and people were talking nepotism and and all this stuff but uh but but you were actually being sponsored by our good friend joey murphy who then won the money and invested it back in the charity so um how'd it go for this time uh for you my friend
6: so um it was interesting and first i'll uh i'll thank you jared for raising awareness on instagram for it i actually saw that i saw it after i had started but um I appreciate that as well. Oh, you yeah, bet! But um, it was interesting you because you I bet
0: or did you say bet because because kids of that age say bet like like oh yeah bet
1: <laughs> everybody in this podcast is getting I'm, I'm not a kid of that me.
5: age anymore so <laughs>
1: like literally Mike has been getting thanked all night in the chat fucking Jared's only showed up and he's getting
6: fucked it go on Jake sorry.
5: I was promised we were going right? to beat Owen
1: when I came on. I
6: don't know what happened. Once I head out, I'll, I'll uh, give you my appreciation as well. But um, mm-hmm. what's it called? I played um, the same person I actually faced in the finals of the last tournament, um, in the quarterfinals. So I had a, I had a tough draw in the quarterfinals, but it, it, was, it was all fun, and uh, I really enjoyed it because I get to play the game that I play Basically all day, anyways, and it gets to raise money for charity. So,
0: as, as I believe the coach uh, of of, uh, of of what was it East High or something said in or uh, whatever it is in in High School Musical, I'm having the time of my life watching you gay, play the game we both love. Yeah, um, no, uh, honestly, it's it's been fun and. I've been on the air for six hours. Owen, did you know that? No. Owen and I have been on the air for six plus hours. I'm seeing, like I can't really focus on this, but I'm seeing some controversy going on uh, in, in a FIFA quarterfinal match between your, your friend Kareem and a certain oh, yeah. Tom Canton. Yeah. Um, I've got messages that there's a travesty of justice that's happened. I, I don't really know what the deal is. So maybe you Tom get again? Can, can tell tell us yeah, yeah. what has happened with your interpretation.
6: So um a lot of the people in the uh in the the YouTube draw and also um in our group chats, they were they were wanting a Jake versus Tom matchup. And uh we didn't get to see that, but one of, one of my friends actually knocked him out a few hours ago. So Oh, so yeah, like actually no, no, knocked him out
1: or you... I was just gonna ask that, like physically. Like Tom's <laughs> no, a big, no, big yeah, dude, and, and you're like laid him out. Yeah, yeah.
6: But um, John,
0: it's... John, you're in the you're in the TGT chat, which I haven't been able to monitor. Has he yes. brought it up in there? Because I, I I think he's a bit salty.
6: He left. He left the group. I have group not, chat. This is the
3: this is the first I've heard of it.
6: Well, he, he left the group chat right after the game ended. That you have with him in uh. Him and Korean. I don't
0: know. I, I mean, I don't. I don't mean to speak out of turn, but I, I think that there was some controversy with games getting interrupted, and and um, this is yeah. the second year that Tom has crashed out of the tournament in uh, in some level of of dismay. <laughs> last year, last year his his uh, group stage didn't go as planned, and I believe. I keep saying he threw his Xbox out the window, but I think he just deleted the game from there. Yeah, he probably, the this, this probably
1: isn't appropriate for John to be here. I'm pretty sure that's his legal representation, and you'll be here from a further within the near future. Yeah, yeah, I'm, it's already, I'm already drafting the, the, the complaint. You <laughs> <laughs> know, he knows a few lawyers. I think. Should we um, talk about what's coming up on Friday evening? I think. Start to talk about some Premier League action because I think we're all maybe avoiding that this evening. I've been talking about, talking God, about it in detail because of how bad the preseason has looked. But, Jared,
0: yeah, we well, before that, you, we have a question from from David Ziegler How many f bombs does Owen drop when there's not a minor on the podcast?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you've
0: got about nine <laughs> of them month, since Jake came month, on. Month.
1: There will
6: not be a minor on the podcast, so bro, yeah. you're a man now. What age do you do now, Jake? what age you said yeah 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 i'll be 18 in a month in september yeah man
1: i had like four children and a bad drug habit by the time i was your age just you're old enough words aren't gonna hurt your feelings man yeah, not he
0: broke his daughter's <laughs> leg he, he,
1: he's that bad of a father it's tradition <laughs> in ireland jared bradford confident or unconfident
5: relatively confident you know it's they're not the easiest team for a newly promoted side. I actually like the way they play, and I think they'll be tough. They've got some definite Premier League talent on their team even coming from the championship, and they haven't signed anybody. But I feel good about it. it. It's one, I think, more so than you would think for a opening game of the season against a newly promoted team. There's a little bit of pressure on us because you look at the two games we have behind that of Chelsea and Man City. If If we drop any sort of points to Brentford, we're uh, really putting ourselves in a tough spot. And, you know, when we go into international break after the first three weeks, if we're sitting on zero or one point, I mean, the the pitchforks are going to be out in the Arsenal community. We all know how crazy everybody is. So a little more pressure than you would expect on a game like that. But based on the preseason, I think we'll come out and, and control the game pretty well, control the ball, and hopefully grab a couple goals. But it, it's one I think we should win, you know, 2-0, maybe 2-1 if they catch a, a penalty and Tony puts one in on us.
0: Yeah, Ryan and, put 25 bucks. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, Ryan Cost. Sorry, I thought that was Ryan Fletcher
1: for a second. 25 bucks on the Brentford game. Um, on who? Yeah, that, that was my question. On who? Yeah, on who, Ryan. Um, no, it's, it, it's funny because it's always uh, it's always like worrisome, I think, seeing these teams come up from, from the championship because they're a relatively unknown quantity. Um, but, John something I think that we're seeing more so from championship sides now than we did in the past yeah. is teams like teams like Norwich coming up and refusing to change their identity in terms of the style that they play. Brantford are a very expansive side that play quite attractive football. Do you expect them to maintain that style or do you think they'll be slightly more rigid than we have seen them uh, in the championship?
3: Yeah, and I think that's a good point that you bring up around, uh, about uh, how they kind of hold on to their identity coming in because it's kind of one of the, the logic of if, it, if it's not broke, you know, don't fix it or don't change it really. And, uh, th- that, that seems to be the case. I, I bet, uh, there's a lot of pressure on these newly promoted sides to kind of stick to the brand of football that they're used to that what, what works basically. So I imagine we're going to see that expansive style of football as well. Um, in our, uh, how it applies to us is that I think, uh, we don't do particularly great when a team is, like, really, really pressuring us. So Mm -hmm. if, you know, if they go into this game, like, we have nothing to lose, which they really don't, uh, and they just come gung-ho at us, I I think they can cause a lot of problems. That being said, uh, I think, I don't know. Going into this week, I was really, really concerned, and I was actually like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we're about to potentially drop points to a newly promoted side. But I've kind of gotten used to that that kind of dread coming into a season. I used to be really excited going into an Arsenal season. It's just not there as much
1: anymore. But I have thought about it. I think we're going to get something out of this one. It's a bit like Stockholm Syndrome with Arsenal at this stage now. Just desensitized. Um, But Jake, interested to get your opinion on on this. Um, Sambi Lakonga is somebody who's really impressed over preseason. But we all know that Mikel Arteta... Tends to like to break players in slowly. Do you think that Sambi Lukonga has earned himself a right to start this game with the absence of Thomas Partey, or do you think the security of an experienced pair of hands like Mohamed El is the better
6: way to go forward? Well, especially I think in the uh, in the Watford preseason friendly, there was a really bad turnover that El had that led right to the goal that they scored. I think that was him. But um, I, I like what I'm. I, I didn't know much about him before we got him from what, what it was. Bruges, right? or a different mm-hmm. team. I'm not quite Anderlecht, sure. But and yeah. But um I like what I'm seeing so far. I feel like if it was him or Elneny, I would definitely uh give him the chance because he's definitely shown that he's more he's got more than his age, I guess. Like he's a young mm-hmm. player, but he's got he's got a lot of um confidence in him and I think I think he should get the start on Friday against Brentford over Elneny at least with party out. I would like to see him playing for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me it's always that thing of people say uh, if, you, if you're good enough, you're old enough and for me that, that that's the case. I think that, I've said this on occasions before, that people overdo the fact that we need to bed youngsters in whereas I think that when you start to hit those late teens towards the 20 mark that you really need to be sort of cementing yourself as a first team player around that age and, and for me, Le Conga seems every every bit capable of, of nailing down a position in that starting 11. But, um, Jared, I'll jump back to you because I know that, that Mike needs to break his head's about to fall off. Um, but, (laughs) but Kaio Saka coming back, um, now, obviously, n- not only physically the demands of playing through a competition like he just did, but the emotional demands of of what he's been through after the Euros. Do you think that with the little that we've seen of him in preseason that he's ready to start this game, or do you think that maybe he needs that bit of protection from Mikel Arteta just to be eased back in and not chucked back into the spotlight too quick?
5: I'd certainly like to see him start, but it's understandable if he doesn't. He played a ton of minutes for us last year. And when he went to play for England, he certainly ended up playing a lot more than I thought he would going into the tournament. So he hasn't had a whole lot of a break this year. It, it wouldn't surprise me based on the fact that he's only got, you know, a few minutes of preseason ball. Uh, if we did start with Obama Yang left, Lacazette center, I, I really hope more than anything, we don't do that because I, I just don't like that lineup. I don't think it gives us, it, it just doesn't give us a lot of options. We don't provide many chances with it. So I prefer soccer there. But if I had to guess going into to Friday, I would say we may see him start on the bench and come in, you know, the 60 or 70-minute mark to try and get his legs underneath him before the, the tougher game's coming up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I think he's... In my opinion, I think I think the right thing to probably do is ease him in, but the, the truth is it's slim pickings at Arsenal in terms of mm-hmm. players that can single-handedly win a game for you. And Saka is, Saka is one of those rare players that we do have that has that ability. So for me... He seems like he's biting at the biting at the bit to get to get back and and sort of make up for those well not even errors uh, on his part but uh, to, to start to make amends for 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 that mistake in the penalty shootout. But um, as as Mike had up on the screen there, you can head over to what is it, Mike dot com if you want to jump on with us and and throw any questions over to ourselves or the boys. Yeah.
0: This hour and next is kind of a free-form hour, just kind of a general, uh, you know, chat-slash-banter session, so we can cycle people in if you want. There are some people I've seen, I have seen I see in the chat uh, that I would love to do, uh, you know, a little bit of a face reveal. You're, I'm, I'm sure you're in the chat because you don't want to do a face reveal, but we'd love to have you on. Again, Mark, if you're if you're game, we'd love to have you on. Ray, uh, Zach, uh, I was going to say Jim. Jim literally just left after being on the pod for two hours. Um, but, uh, you're, you know, you're welcome to
3: come on and we'll just let the conversation flow. Um, uh, to, to answer Mass Schooner's question in the chat. Yes.
0: That makes for great audio <laughs> podcast right now. Where you don't sure what the question is. Yeah. Uh, where is that? Uh, no, I wanted you to go look for it. <laughs> right, well, yeah, I am looking for it now. I, I'm like doing your little, uh, what so Was jo-
1: was John paying to get paddled in public? Oh, that one. Okay, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's mask gunner. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, if the mask gunner joins us, uh, I believe I've met him in person. I have met him in person, and he wasn't wearing a mask. But you could, you could certainly feel free to wear a mask if you want to come on with us.
1: Um, John. And also, if if you, if you don't want it, sorry. If you don't want to come on the podcast, you also have the option just to throw a, a question into the chat. If you want to put it to any of the guys, we'll we'll throw it up and, and put it to them get a good so answer just, but so mike th- I, i've got a question for you units versus cancer first and then you'll be fine is your bum sore yet
0: is that coming from your opinion or, or your 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 uh perspective How do you not uh, ring the
5: bell on that one
1: yeah sorry i'm doing fine oh sorry uh, you're, fa- you're fanny I
0: fuck yeah, no, i'm fucking surrounded i'm fucking surrounded jake what? close your ears uh no uh, this is going to be easy. I am used to sitting in a chair for twenty four hours. I'm just <laughs> sleeping in a chair, as my son can tell you. Um, <clears throat> I'm I fall asleep in a chair and just stay there all night. Sometimes uh, I'm not normally talking the entire time, yeah. but, uh, or or no. half of the time.
1: Jo- John, here's one. All right, I always think that yeah. if you if you want to realize your own fragilities, to place yourself in the in, in the mindset of the opposition. If you're a Brantford... And you're you're looking at Arsenal. Where do you send your players out to target? Where are our weak points that we can be exposed? I think right back you're going to target,
3: and I think that you're going to target it hard, and I think that you're going to try to make them make a mistake early on, because if you if you're any kind of like strategic about this, you know that it's kind of tense right now with Arsenal fans, and if you can get you know there it, there's going to be fans in the stadium. My uh, understanding is so if you can get. Am I writing that? By the way, let me before I misspeak. There is going to be fans there, correct? Oh,
0: yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: there are fans. There mm-hmm. are away fans there. The away fans are not being allowed to drink in the stadium, though. For whatever, I mean, that okay. apparently. Well, so that, is, might,
3: that yeah. might make it a little bit that might make it a little bit better, but um, you're going to want to try to make it very nervy for the Arsenal side, and I think that we have like a weakness on that uh, on our right hand side, uh, especially depending on who the front the front three are. If it's Pepe on that right. Uh, you know, there's going to be some, some concern, especially if Bellerin's uh, playing right back at that point. So um, you're, I Do guess that's where that I would target. At this point? Uh, it could be. And, and I'll tell you, either one is not – I don't think is the is – the, it would be a way weaker link than on the left side with Tierney there. Let's put it that way. So uh, if you're going to target some side, I think that's the one you would go for. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think that you try to pressure our, our Arsenal – significantly trying to make us make a mistake early on, get us nervy. Um, and then, like I said, I don't think they have anything to lose. So we really need to come in. And we've said this before about Arsenal sides, that we want this kind of lower opposition, no offense to them. We want to see Arsenal come in right off the gate and put pressure and, and dictate the game. Uh, obviously, you know, there's new personnel there. It's right after preseason. That might not be so realistic. But at the same time, I really want to see Arsenal come out and and, and put, put Brentford on the back foot right off the bat. Um, unfortunately, every time I want us to do that, we, it seldom happens. So we'll
5: see. I I would say on that. If I'm Brentford and we play that same high line, we played the last two preseason games against Chelsea and Tottenham. I'm certain they've seen that and they're going to sit back a bit and just wait to hit us on a counter with the ball over the top. Because in those two games, at least we looked exceptionally vulnerable to that. And hopefully we'll make an adjustment and not play quite that high up. But I have a feeling against a team like Brentford, we're going to do that because we're going to have the majority of the ball. So that's the real danger area for us. is isn't really if they're building up an attack, but if they hit us on a counter and hit one long over us when we're playing that high line, we've really shown that we can be gotten to that way. So hopefully we make that adjustment and it doesn't happen. But if I'm Brentford, that's definitely what I'm looking for going into Friday.
1: Uh, Mike, that's something that we've seen in in season a lot was uh, this high line and high press from from which seemed instructional from Mikel Arteta is something that we've been actively trying to improve on. Do you think that Mikel Arteta is guilty in a sense of of maybe overestimating what? he can achieve with this group of players. You know, someone come, coming from a team like Man City where he had players at his disposal with the likes of Kevin De Bruyne, uh, Bernardo Silva, those sorts of players. And now he's trying to implement similar tactics to a player, a group of players who just maybe aren't suitable for that. You're muted, mate.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, that's the Well, place. I agree I'm, with I'm, that. Yeah, it's the, um, I, I, I'm at the best possible answer I could have given right now, and it can only go downhill from here as I keep talking. <laughs> um, but the uh, the issue always is when you don't have the players that you need or want for your system, do you impose the system on the players you have, you know, for better or for worse, or do you adapt to the players you have? I remember when Unai Emery was starting and Ozil hadn't been frozen out yet. It was like, you know, do you – do you change the team to the players, or do you just try to press forward with what you're trying to do? And over time, Allah, uh peanut butter sandwiches. No, Allah, uh, <laughs> what uh, Klopp did at Liverpool, where he pushed his system, didn't have the greatest players to play it, but over two and a half years accumulated the greatest Ooh, players. To play it. Um, um, you know, I, I, that that's the age old question, age-old and and that. Arteta's gonna. He's gonna miss out if he makes the wrong decision here because um, the players that he has can play a particular style. They can you know they're they're young enough if he plays the right ones to accomplish some things this season that I think would surprise people, but he may not let them do that because he's trying to impose a particular system on them that that doesn't work. So um, you know when we get tactically as 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 specific as whether the high press should be played with these players or not. You know that's where you start to lose me. When you start talking about actual football, I, I fall off the map. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Arteta certainly has a challenge because there has not been enough changeover in the squad. There has not been the okay. I finally found my left my you know my left winger. I found my 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 partner for for Thomas Partey. There hasn't been that situation where you can say these guys were specifically brought in to play the system I want to play. Ben White might be a signing like that because of how he can carry the ball. Um, and he might have seen him as a as a massive improvement on on Rob Holding or Bobby Sacramento as he's known. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I I think I think at some point you have to probably maximize the players that you have right now, as long as you don't confuse them by throwing one thing at them one week and then the next thing at them another week. You have to you know you got to be more adaptable. But that's the that's the challenge of coaching when it's a team you're taking over that's that's coming out of a hole.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a That's, a, I think you actually, for somebody who says that they don't know much about the tactical side of the game, you've hit the nail on the head is that Mikel Arteta seems to be tailoring certain aspects of our formation and styles differently to what he is in other parts of the pitch. Um, so yeah, but, um, Jake, there's a question here for you from, uh, Kareem, question for Jake: What are your thoughts on Arteta going into the new season? So go as Kareem, detailed the, a is the man who it.
0: vanquished Tom
1: Canton in the FIFA tournament. By the good way, good man, Kareem, <laughs> my, my boy.
5: We need to get get him in backstage. We need him on for a minute just to gloat.
1: Yeah,
5: um, Kareem, if your
0: parents say it's okay, you're you're welcome to come on for that for that uh, and and for a preview of what will certainly be an all Virginia final. It looks like, but yes, what are your thoughts on Arteta? I, I think it's interesting because
6: um, with with his goals of trying to implement like the the Pep type style into our team, it's obviously very different because we have such a different set of players. But um, I think we have a lot of really good young players. Like we've obviously this isn't the product of what Arteta's done, but we've got players like Saka and Smith Rowe and all these younger players that aren't quite in first team yet. Like Aziz, you guys were talking earlier, but we have all these players, and I I feel like the goal for this season for him just needs to be like. Being able to give everybody the the time, whether it's in like cub games or um, like any like subbing in on league games. But those those types of players, I think when when we have them healthy, I think he needs to be utilizing all of the young talent that we have because we do have a lot of young talent. And I feel like that could be the key this season to doing well, being able to give them minutes and see where they can take it.
0: I'd be fine just starting players under twenty four at this point i it used to be twenty five for me and then some of those guys turned out to be you know weirdos and and so now I would just go twenty four and under i mean it, and and it used to be twenty five and under except for okay Leno and obamayan can play now it's just twenty five and under I don't care <laughs> I, I, I I'm not including anyone else I'm not excluding anyone so uh we're about to bring somebody on the podcast who uh, is gonna thrill a lot of the uh well. I don't know about thrill, but it's gonna be a very pleasing situation for uh, for a lot of the people in the chat who are who are in the chat and, and you followers you of the d- Gooners podcast.
1: Because you, you, do, you don't say somebody that's gonna thrill and then say, and then say Oh, then, oh then sorry, i was just not gonna thrill you. You don't do that, like you need to commit to it. She's gonna thrill you again. Okay? She's gonna thrill
0: you it's Sophie from a from, from her from a from a, uh, from a
4: patio. Excuse me, just Taking names here. Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> I have Great yellow, yellow for that. Mate. I mean, what's going on? Sophie, meet Jake. Hi, Jake.
0: My my offspring.
4: Hello, <laughs> offspring. How's your father? How is how are his parenting skills?
6: Um pretty good. Yeah. I can't i I can't really complain. Um he, he oh, hello. Um <laughs> I'm an artistic <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, you're more handsome than him, that's for sure.
0: Well, he has his mother's look. That's, I mean, now yes. you know. Back in the day, when I was his age, you know, I I, I had a little bit of, uh, you know, I was better looking. Let's put it that way uh, than I am now. Not than him, um, <laughs> but you know, we laugh a lot. Laughter you know, brings the, the family together.
4: The truth is, by the way, do I sound okay? Because I don't have a mic. I'm in my backyard. I'm watching yeah, Vinny yeah. and and Vesper just play. Much more fluid like than any of our midfielders, by the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> like They're just out there. Vespa's uh, a big
0: did... ball-carrying midfield. Uh, yeah, I'm dance. wearing my
4: old lady glasses um, because I have a headache. And here's the truth, Jake. You want to know about my day? I don't know. How's your day going, Jake?
6: Uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah? I made inside today because it's, um, I don't know what it is in Celsius, but it's like over 100 degrees here. Today so so. I was in
0: LA, it's okay. You, you could,
4: yeah, I live in LA. That's my now. that's my lemon Daddy. tree back there. I've got my candles ready for the little bit, you know, in a little bit and stuff like that. Yeah, and that, you know, like... that's your dad just trying to show us that he really was handsome back in the day. That's a second yellow. I'm just saying, like, oh bragging. no, I'm out
0: for the next, <laughs> for the next hour now. Uh,
4: that means, does that mean you get a straight red? That, oh, that means Owen's got to do the rest of the show on his. This own. is
0: actually what I looked like as
6: a kid. <laughs> 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 dad, you should bring the. Uh... The the FIFA cover with with your face on all of this. Oh, no,
0: I don't have that uploaded here. That's true. That's a good point. But...
4: <laughs> Hello, Sorry. everyone in chat. How how is everyone hey, doing? Owen, hi, hi, Jared, hey, hi, Sophie. John. Hey, how's everyone doing? I'm not hungover. Do I feel? Do I look hungover?
0: No, I think it's the it's the sunglasses. <laughs> no, that, it's know, the old.
4: Know. It's the um. It's kind of like the Jar Gabor old school <laughs> sunglasses. The kids don't get it, do they? They just. It looks
0: lovely it. where you are, though. It's 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 still light, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Five. But
4: half five yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah I'm about to, um, well, I'm not about to do anything, actually. That's why. I'm, I'm just here. I'm here. You're,
1: a, you're, about, you're about to go off on a massive rant, Sophie. That's what you're about to do because there's a question That's here. That's what are paying you for. There's a question here from Jim that is absolutely tailor-made and when I seen you backstage in the chat, I said, fucking perfect, perfect. Sorry, Jake, for swearing <laughs> again. Um, says, He says, would the transfer window be different if Arsenal had a different manager?
4: Oh, <laughs> would
1: the
0: transfer window be different not the not the level
1: but oh, the transfer wow, window.
4: window I'm not is that a fair question because should the question be would the transfer window be different if we had different owners or different directors of football or that Is Arteta really to blame for the transfers? Would the because owners
1: have more faith in somebody that has a more proven track record to spend substantial well, I money?
4: Mean, I mean, when you think about it, think how. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I would buy that game. I would play that game. Because Look at the
0: upper left and tell me how 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 disturbing that is. That is this so is disturbing. disturbing. Oh my! God. Sebi, Sebi is, is a genius, I, but that yeah, that is very wow, disturbing. Totally I yeah, just imagine imagine your dad game.
6: with his face on a FIFA cover. Wow, well, most people
0: don't he get their dad on that. I mean, Mbappe doesn't have a son, so I'll
4: just be happy. Good job, Jake has a strong mama. I'm just saying, oh. strong. Mama. <laughs> um, I was going to say, Owen, that you know, Unai wanted Zaha, but he got Pepe. You know, there's a lot of times where managers want a player and then they end up with someone different than than they wanted. So I'm not sure it's fair to put... And, I, and you know, I'm not a fan and I've really criticised him, but I also stand up for him where it's relevant. And I think here... You are very
2: you Now, If it's area.
4: entirely his fault,
0: mm-hmm.
4: you know? I'm not sure if... if Like, Conte can't be our manager because we can't give Conte what he wants, right? Right. Um, if another, if Vieira came in as our manager, Vieira would be dealing with the same issues as Arteta. So I think the landscape of the conversation should shift a little bit more towards what's happening above him, what are... <laughs> that's funny, so if he doesn't rant, rant. Um What's above him? That, and, that's coming from and, a
0: guy who owns a Willian jersey, so, you know, hey,
4: <laughs> I mean, take but, that for yeah, what you yeah, It's his birthday and he's got shit on his birthday. No one deserves shit on their birthday. By the way, what can I say in front of Jake and not? I'm just you know hey, everything. Turn all from me. So how old? Do you, well, how old is he? Because I'm you know almost eighteen. How old? Almost
0: eighteen.
4: 17, eighteen. Now. Seventeen
0: until he's eighteen, but he's almost eighteen.
4: Can I just say you're really rocking that shirt, and you actually look like you're part of our squad. Just saying.
6: I, I didn't realize the uh, the neck, but I, yeah, I, I like this shirt. I love the blue on this on the top. What do you mean? What so
4: do you like about the neck?
6: no I, I didn't realize it's not a v-neck it's not a, a u-neck it's it's something yeah. different that's what does their kids
4: <laughs> do you guys think there's too much white on the sides i don't a lot think of people
6: it. think it's like it, it's it's yeah.
4: very yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah very like stand up jake let's let's see the uh, oh sorry we <laughs> 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 get to be excited so if jesus come on let's it's, it's Almost two in the morning.
4: <laughs> Sorry, okay, then fine. Uh, I'll give myself another yellow card. Here we go. <laughs> yeah,
1: there is a lot of white on the side. On there's the, a lot the of
4: white on the side. It's I tell
1: you what, though, I have to say that one that Jared is on, I, I absolutely love it. It's it, awesome, it's, yeah. it's real sick. like.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if
5: it would be, yeah. if I would like the yellow or not, but it came in. It it's probably one of my favorite Arsenal kits I own. It, it, Jared, it's great. It, I like it a lot. It
1: looks beautiful on you. I mean, well, Jared,
5: most things Jared, do, Owen. Well.
1: <laughs> Look more beautiful off you. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> my to get Jared, to get
4: Jared, Owen, and Jake on the Highbury squad, not together at the same time, but you know, mm-hmm.
2: obviously, Maybe, Jake, see how maybe that goes.
4: Jake could be our co host for our Academy show. I don't mm. know. Just, you're, just you're, gonna have to br-
0: you're gonna have to brush up on, uh, on Tyrese John Jules.
4: <laughs> Why am or I gonna, gonna have to brush up on that? No, I'm saying Jake would have to. Have to. Oh. Yeah, what well, a favorite! He looks like he can carry, he can carry himself. Um, Jared, that shirt does look good. You know what? That third away kit—it makes me want to vomit. It,
1: it. Yeah, I'm not a fan.
4: So, Owen, oh, you know, J- Jess, uh, Jess posted something where she compared it to an old double-decker bus, and I—it well, no, looks, cool. looks
0: like this. It looks like the fabric on the seats of the tube.
4: Yes, like, like the the alley carpet alley. at a
5: bowling alley, kind of that sort yes. of vibe.
1: Yes, the Piccadilly line. Actually. It's just that I find that now that they really don't have any consideration for, like, pale, moderately fat Irish fellas that aren't going to look good in those sort of retro, sturdy jerseys. What happens to just plain stuff, loose-fitting, you know, something that will look like a bag of sausages when I put it on? It's, I uh, totally
0: agree. I,
4: I think totally our, next, agree
0: our next shirt should be a bag of sausages. <laughs>
4: they've, over, they've over overdone the blue though Mike, they've overdone the blue like back in the day we had blue shorts and yellow shirts, that was our away kit right, boom, Yeah. no one had issue with that, Tottenham yeah, the, are blue but the, we're just too much blue
0: the blue on the yellow in 89 was, was, was perfect, it was understated mm-hmm. it was there, um, I think they're trying to kind of do an homage to, uh, to that kit the, the blue kit with the waves on it from what, 10, 15 years ago Mm-hmm. Not ten years ago. It was longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I I've ordered it because <laughs> that's what I do. Um, but uh, we'll see how it looks on me. It, it could be a complete like I might just get sick looking at myself
1: even more than I normally well, do. Well, look,
4: you, if someone in your chat who wants to free Harry Kane, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know what, what's going on there. <laughs> Not but...
1: even going to block that dude because he's put in the effort to write that out. Or he's... <laughs> okay. So if we had no spammers and then now suddenly we have a spammer, Yay! what
4: happened?
2: I mean,
1: what happened?
4: <laughs> looks like we've made it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Sophie, how are you feeling now about this Brentford game? What way are you going to do it? We've sort of discussed a bit in detail about mm. um the, the, the likes of the inclusion of Bakay Osaka and stuff, but something I was thinking about is now with seemingly a being pushed out onto the onto the wing and a Osaka being back and and hopefully in form. Nicola Pepe, a significant significant investment into this guy, and he seemed to hit sort of a run of form towards the back end of last season. Do you expect Mikhail Arteta to give him chance, or do you do you think that he may sort of fall victim to you know over congestion in that position?
4: Um, I would if if Pepe if Aubameyang doesn't score against Brentford and then he misfires in the next couple of games, and we've got big games coming up after that. Vespers, stop back biting the aloe vera. No. <laughs> Um, sorry. So people Um, have got
1: Tourette's tonight on this podcast. It's uh, everybody's it. Don't worry.
4: My puppy keeps eating the aloe vera. I mean, (laughs) you know, I know it's good for you, but, um, I think if he doesn't score, I think he has to consider benching him. And I think if you're not going to send Balogun out on loan and you've got Martinelli coming back from the Olympics, you're going to have to give him a chance. But Pepe has to step up. I think Pepe could be the player of the season. This could be the making of him. Uh, He's been really good in preseason. He was really good towards the end of last season. I ripped him to shreds when he first came in his first season. And um, I'm ready to, I've got two humble pies baking, as a lot of people know. One is for Pepe, one is for Arteta. Um, But I think this season is the one where I could really eat it with uh, Pepe. I think it's so important that he steps up to be a leader in this team. Because I'm not sure about Aubameyang. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure about Lacazette. And I had, I think Lacazette brings the team together a lot better and we play better when he's playing in that nine position than Oba because when Oba's not scoring goals, he doesn't really offer much to the team. I don't think he gets appreciated enough for how he hustles sometimes when he tracks back, but with him, his salary, what we're paying him, his captain, he's got to be scoring goals. And for me, that is the biggest issue going into the season is where are our goals going to come from?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent, and and I think I've mentioned Conga. on uh, a, all going to come from Samuel Conga. I love, I love him, <laughs> and parts. he seems very good. Yeah, I but have I
4: have
1: a crush. I've mentioned on occasion before that I think that you can afford to have one big moment player in your side, and what I mean, what I mean by a big moment player is somebody who doesn't overly contribute consistently throughout the ninety minutes, but comes up with with a magic mm-hmm. moment. And like, unfortunately, I, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Flamini yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but I think Nicola Pepe can be one of them players that comes up with big moments and I just think that you can't afford to have him and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang in the same side and unfortunately it seems statistically like Pepe of of, of late has been had more output <laughs> Um
0: it's, this it's is going to be you can't have this person and this person in the same side but the one consistency to all of those combinations is Pierre Emerick Aubameyang.
4: Mike, Mike, let me t- look. If he starts Xhaka and Elneny <laughs> and drops Pepe against Brentford,
0: I will come on your podcast with the everyone out shirt and and yeah. let, that-
4: let me tell you something. That will be so indicative of what his mindset is going into this season and that should put the fear of god in everybody Mm -hmm. start lukonga with jacker give him a shot let's do that start pepe you know he's in form if you want to go pepe lacazette you know and then have saka on the bench because Mm -hmm. he's coming out of his like euros and he's just been back for a couple of weeks fine but you do not start the season and keep Pepe on the bench and Lecongo on the bench. If you are a manager, who's trying to show fans that you're going to make a difference this season. No, Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Listen. And, and, and Pepe should be, you know, I, I think his, the start for his season, given that he seems somewhat of a confidence player who's found his confidence mm-hmm. at the end of last season, despite kind of being in and out of the lineup due to, you know, Arteta reasons, um, you know he's got to be one of the first names on the team sheet, and then you figure it out from there. And and obviously that means Bellerin can't be behind him because we know mm-hmm. how that goes. So you'll, you'll he's just
4: it. he's just got to instill into Pepe, you're my guy this season, you're my man. Right. You know, that's the man that's management, the man that, management that, that he lacks, which he's
1: been lacking. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And and Jared, when we are talking, there, look, the, when we always talk about the lineups, there's consistent things that the entire fan base all often agree on, believe it or not. <laughs> but like you're going into this game, Miguel Arteta is obviously a manager most would consider under pressure at the start of the campaign. But what are the sort of big no nos that you can't see in in this uh, starting eleven? Because it seems to me that when everybody gets behind Arteta, you often make some sort of stupid mistake, uh, whether it be team selection, formation, whatever it is. What are the no-nos that we mustn't see from Mikel Arteta going into this Brentford game? Well,
5: good I question. think Sophie hit the nail on the head just a minute ago when she said, you know, Lukanga, I think what we've seen in preseason has earned a spot against Brentford. It'll give him good Premier League competition and you can kind of get a good idea of his level from there. I think him next to Xhaka makes a lot of sense as long as party is out. Um, Pepe, I think I- I'm with both of them. I think he should be one of the first names on the t sheet or t tea sheet team sheet. Sorry, I <laughs> used to play a lot of golf. Uh, but uh, I think his last 13 Premier League games, he scored nine goals. I mean, his production was there. And should his nu-
0: Jared, should his number be uh, four? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, classic so- dad joke. <laughs> have- I love it. We have a question uh, for Sophie and Jake, but before we get to that question, we're going to bring on my uh, Miami John, Miami Chicago John. Uh, his cell phone ran out of battery, so we appreciate him making the effort to come on despite being out and about in the world. Uh, but we have a replacement, uh, a fantastic replacement, who is going to show his handsome face on the podcast. Uh, Sophie, you know him well. I do. Um, his it. name is JJ Garcia. My
2: boy,
0: yes. Nice <laughs> hey. Welcome hey, back JJ. to the pod, hey, hey, JJ. Guys. Hey,
7: how are you how, how, how are you, Mike, how are you guys doing? Uh, Jake Jarrett, nice yeah. to meet you.
0: Yeah, you as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, JJ is uh, is is a, is a friend who was introduced via uh, Sophie and and the Highbury Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, longtime Gunnar, great, uh, you know, another great American fan of the of the team, and uh, you know, we'll we'll kind of come back to you around on the next question but i want to make sure to get to darren's question here and uh, and we'll open it up to actually the three of you so we'll change this to being question for sophie jake and uh jj uh darren's favorite player currently is esr we know his favorite player of all time is lee dixon but uh, currently esr are you excited to see how he'll perform now that he is staying with us let's start with jake
6: I think if uh, if any Premier League fans didn't know how good ESR is before this season or after last season, they will when this season gets underway. Because I think with Pepe, I think he'll be our best player of the season if he gets enough time, which surely he's earned the time now. But um, yeah. I think with what he'll do this season, I think he'll get noticed by the England squad. I think he'll, he'll get his chance just like Saka did. And um, – I'm so excited to see what Smith Rowe can do this season because he's confident enough that he wanted the number 10. And I think, I think he'll rocket this
0: 100%. I hope he gets the protect. I hope that he and Saka both through their rising Englishness and, and greatness, uh, at least get the protection, uh, that they need from, from, from referees that tend to only really come to non-arsenal players who are stars for England. But, uh, because they really need it, they they're, they're going to get knocked around a lot this season. Play, teams are going to try to take those guys off their feet, as we've already seen, and and hopefully that won't be allowed. But um, you're excited about ESR, right, Soph? I mean,
4: oh, I love him. And um, I'm sorry if you can hear. You know the thing about living in California: people mow their lawn like 24 seven. There's always <laughs> someone mowing the lawn. There's always something going on. I haven't mowed my lawn
0: since 2003. I think. I, I, I mean, I, there's nothing I hate more than mowing my lawn. It's,
4: it's crazy. <laughs> um, I feel, I fear for ESR. And I say that with respect in the sense that we've, we've, I feel like we're putting so much pressure on him and Saka. Yeah. And if we don't build around them, we might end up in the Jack Grealish game, right? Where someone comes in, and we've talked about it on our show in two years' time, if we're not competitive in the Premier League still, if we haven't built around them, they're going to want to leave. They're going to want to go and do other things, win you know, with other teams, whether it's in, the, in England or in, in Europe. And my biggest fear is that we've put this insurmountable pressure on a number seven and a number 10, inheriting two legendary shirts at the club, and we're not going to surround them with the right players. I'm really happy like a Thomas party's there. And I know this isn't going to be popular with a lot of Arsenal fans, but Xhaka being there is actually going to help these kids, you know, because he's more of a leader in the dressing room. Lacazette is a leader with these guys. They love him. They play better when they're 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 with Lacazette on the pitch. So as good as I think he is, Mike, I don't want him to burn out. He's suffered from injuries. We've got to manage him really, really carefully. But can he be a superstar? To me, he's like a Phil Foden potential. The the kid can do anything he wants, but he's got to be given the tools and be surrounded by players who are going to help get him there too. Because Phil Foden's playing with De Bruyne, he played with Aguero, he's playing with Mares. I mean, Sterling. Blah 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 blah. Granted, you know, you. it's it's a totally different ball game.
0: Now I saw I saw a look on your face, JJ, when she mentioned Granit oh, no. Xhaka. Um, I think we're gonna be very sympathetic on this. But it's hard but it's hard to argue with the specific point that she just made that he is loved by his teammates and probably is, is is good to have around for younger younger kids. But uh based on that reaction I saw the wince. I think I think we probably have a lot in common. But
7: Yeah. The, the, kept, but, then why don't we keep David Luis if it's so good? You know, it's yeah, I mean
0: the questions about uh, the questions really about about ESR, but yes. feel free to share your you know your Xhaka, uh feelings as well because I don't think we've heard necessarily yeah. that from you. Yeah. Uh,
7: I personally think ESR could be better than what Soccer could do for us. I think he's like the future. His position and what he could do for our club, I mean, what he does and he's just they're they're actually both sort of the same. They keep their head down, they keep quiet. Uh, I feel like they actually uh, they truly love our club. Um, like like so, like a, like a Jack. A Jack loved our club, and I think these guys really love our club. Uh, you know who did a really good interview with Jack Wilshire recently?
4: <laughs> JJ.
7: <laughs> you didn't know,
0: Soapy killed it, and I can't believe you got on that. But I was so jealous of that. Yeah. He made a- it. We-
4: he he he's the one that helped make it. Oh, okay.
7: all right. Well then,
0: yeah. well
4: then, well
7: then. Well, I mean, I wasn't saying you didn't deserve it. I was just saying I was jealous. <laughs> but Jack Jack's a top notch guy. I'll tell you that. I mean, what yeah. a what well, a. Well, there's awesome. a story to be told there. Yeah, he is about how that came together. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, you're good. Uh, but again, those guys, I feel like they have the passion for our club. Uh, yeah, a Bunnyang, I agree with that. He's he was a superstar sort of before he came here, uh, uh, like a Sanchez, superstar before he came here. These kids grew up in our club, like a Jack. Uh, they have love for our club, and there's a difference when you play when you play for the badge over money. It's just a big difference. Uh, they play for the badge. Um, and that's what I've noticed through these kids. And they keep your head down, they're quiet, they're humble. Anytime you hear any interview with them, they're the most humble kids, and they're 1920. Like you can mm-hmm. like they are. I mean, they're the future, and I think we will surround with the right guys. I think Arteta could do it. I'm a Arteta fan. And I, I really think if he gets the backing from our club, he could do it for them. Um, but again, the likes of a lack is that it's true. And that's one thing about Granite. I will say he is good locker room. But does that mean they have to play him? Yeah,
0: I mean, just keep him in the locker room when the, when the team comes out. Just keep him in there. Just keep
4: him. He's out not. He's out. And not. he ready them. for
0: them when they come back in at the half, and he can be like, you know, <laughs> see with
1: the, see with that JJ. Just a just a a question, just to sort of play devil's advocate a little bit here when you're talking about um, our players loving the club um, and what it means to them, do do you not do you still believe that exists in the game today? Maybe when you look at somebody like a Harry Kane, who has apparently loved the club for years, and he's he, you know he always has the club's best interest at heart, but now he seems to be strong arm strong arm in the club into a move. Do you do, do you think that that loyalty still exists in in modern football?
7: Yeah, to a certain extent, because. I mean, again, you always have to watch out for your own back, right? Protect yourself. They're not helping Harry Kane. You know, I mean, they have some good players, but they never really took it to that next level, Tottenham. They didn't for him. And Harry Kane is, I mean, I, I hate Tottenham more than anyone else. They're not, they did not help that guy. He was, he's sensational. He's a great striker. I mean, you can't, we can't deny it. They, they tried, but they didn't do they just didn't do it for him. When you have that talent, you gotta get the top of the top. People wanted to go play with Harry Kane but again, they're a small club, so who the hell wants to go there anyways, but um, <laughs> you know, so but again, with the sock, like we have like, with the Mar- Martinelli Mar- Martinelli, did I say it right? Martinelli? Yeah, no, I, I butcher every name, guys. Don't Martinelli. Shake. I butcher every name in the world. Um, Martinelli we have a young core where i think veterans want to come in and play with them so also guys i have my kids here so you hear them screaming i apologize <laughs> but, <laughs> <so> uh, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, again people are going to want to come to play with the youth right a, vet, a good like a one of my favorite by the way i could tell how he treats our how he treats our youth these young kids like they feel so comfortable around him. i'm not saying all a dozen or you know any of our other guys I think he has
1: some special with them. Like you can he's, oh, like, like, he's been playing out of his skin in preseason, yeah. man. He's so committed by the look of it.
7: He looks good. I think, mean he, I think too, he always he? plays well. There's sometimes he doesn't finish, and that's what happens with strikers—they go in their little slumps and not finishing. How he checks back, how he plays the game is what we need. It's almost like a you know, like Giroud used to do it all the time, and I love Giroud. Giroud's one of those underrated players I think to ever play the game. But we don't we don't need to go there. But um, I, 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 that's another thing I'm with you on completely. I, I mean, the, I mean when he, he went to Chelsea, Eden Hazard said he's the best striker he's ever played with because of how he can feed him the ball.
4: He's a very underappreciated footballer yeah. across 100%. the 100
1: massively. And do you want to know what that that that's a part of Lacazette's game that is massively underrated as well? Is that like if you're a striker, my, my beef has never been with any of them not putting the ball into the back of the net frequently my, my beef starts when it's like if you aren't providing in one way at least make up for it in another way right and and, and Pierre-Emerick is a striker that doesn't do that whilst obviously like I said, does yep. do
4: you know Owen that's such a great point and I I talk about it a lot in the sense that not that he's as prolific as Firmino but he's he kind of feels like our Firmino right There's a reason why Salah and Mane can do all the things that they want. It's because of who plays behind them and it's because Firmino is a very unselfish player, right? He's the conduit between everything. And a lot of Liverpool fans complain that um, Bobby doesn't score enough goals and a lot of Arsenal fans complain that Lacazette doesn't score enough goals. But what they both do off the ball is so impressive. And and that is a very underappreciated trait um, that not a lot of fans recognise. And in the modern game, you have to be as good off the ball as you are on the ball. Maybe not as good, but you really do in order to play in some of these systems for some of these coaches. Right. And I just think Lacazette doesn't get that respect because in Arsenal's fans' eyes, he just doesn't score enough.
7: Right. And you guys are going to hate this. I'm not comparing them, so don't. <laughs> I'm not comparing them. But there is a touch of like a Wayne Rooney and Lacazette where it's like, oh, he's, he's in our defensive half <laughs> doing what he's supposed to be doing and not just sitting up top. Wayne Rooney mm-hmm. was always back. Fight, I mean, you thought he was playing the sixes sometimes, and the the, the guys always got back. I mean, I, I actually just saw a clip today, which I I saw the game, but he's a DC United. Their goalkeeper comes up. The team clears the ball. Yeah, that was Wayne cool. Rooney's. The one to ass back, tackles, throws the cross, and they score the goal tie. Right
0: now, mm-hmm. the, the goalie messed up on that. The goalie shouldn't have come out for that ball, but I sure. as a DC it's United. Scale. I was a DC United season ticket holder there. Jake and I were not at that game, but we watched it. That is when he won me over because they made him. They made him captain after. I know we're going off on tangents, but yeah, you know we keep mentioning like Giroud, and then we talk about Giroud. Then yeah, Rooney, but, <laughs> it's a twenty-four like, hour
1: podcast. We've got yeah, time yeah, we, for tangents.
0: If we're ever going to do that, this is the podcast that <laughs> we do that. But Wayne Rooney, I, I was like. Grumpy about Wayne Rooney, I'm like he's going to come here, get a paycheck, right. a DUI, and the, and then that's going to be it for him. <laughs> and, um, and and I think he, I think he did get the DUI. Right. Uh, a lot of retirement yeah. homes around that yeah. town, in there. <laughs> yeah, but but but, but he when did, he made that he play, and they, you know after they put the arm in on him, I'm like, uh, wow, he, right? He's actually here to make the team better, and he
7: did, right? He and did. again, I'll never, I'm not comparing lack as that to him, but when you do watch lack of play for us. He's back in there. He's defending. He's trying to get the ball to help like the wingers get forward. He yeah. does all that. And that's what Rooney did. He's mm-hmm. not Rooney. I mean, there's not no one's really Rooney, you know. Rooney's Rooney. But you do see glimpses of that where and he's good with the ball and he can pass that ball. He mm-hmm. really can. Um, so I, I mean, if like if we had to get rid of one of them, I get I'm rid a of huge Abba. Abba. Abba's yeah, my, my boy. Sure. I love him, but he you just can't.
1: Jared, do you think that that's vital as well? Because we always talk about like our youngsters, and, and as JJ mentioned there, we have a absolutely fantastic core of young players at the club. But do you think it's really important not just to have experience but the right types of personality with experience around that squad? You know, like Let's say this, there's a big difference between Alexander Lacazette's experience and, and William's experience say, <laughs> and the attitude in which they transfer that.
5: Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I was one. I, I didn't really want Alba to get the armband when he got it, and I know at that time we were in complete shambles. We, you know, we come back from winning the FA Cup. It, you kind of always you either you either have a, a bona fide leader that everyone looks to and everyone respects, or if you don't have that guy, you just kind of by default give it to the best player. And I think we were kind of in a situation where we just went for the latter. I mean, he's, he's been on record. They they ask him, Alba, you know, when things aren't going well, are you pretty vocal or are you pretty quiet? And and he's even said just his personality is he's more of a quiet person, which there's nothing wrong with that. That's probably the vast majority of people. But when I want a captain of a team, I want someone who's not afraid to have an uncomfortable interaction with, with one of their teammates and gets in their face. That's why I thought. You know, Jaco was a good captain for the team, even without the armband. When you watch the team play and you watch them interact, he feels like the guy that has the respect of the squad. Kieran Tierney is a guy like that. Uh, I think Lacazette is a guy like that. So we, we've got a few of those guys, but I'm not sure, you know, with Jaco, with the whole his whole thing, I'm not sure that he, he'd ever get it back. I think the fans would have an uproar um, after his incident. You know, there's a good portion of the fan base that, you know, if he scored a 95th minute winner off a free kick to beat Spurs and get us in the top four, people would still say, yeah, but remember when he threw the armband on the ground? Well, There's always going to be those that, people
0: like this. And then he would talk mm-hmm. about, in the <laughs> yeah. press about how, uh, how no one, you know, no one likes him. And I, I just do that a couple times without yeah. when I say
5: people, partner. I meant Mike. Yeah,
4: <laughs> And I, ra- I I wish this was like Zoom where, you know, you raise hands to ask
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean- no, no, just just like, drop
0: something on they, the ground, and then we'll and then we'll go to you. No,
4: you know what? I just realized all my backyard ballistics that I haven't played with, with yet. Like in the summer, I've got this like. Wait, that, that looks I'm trying like the, I'm going uh... to shoot at you, Owen. Right? Let me see. Hey, that looks
0: like the drip gun that the uh, that the Miz uses. I think.
4: Right? But... <laughs> um, real quick, ten seconds. Personally, I'm as offended. And I know I can say this on this pod because then I don't have to put it in the Gooners versus Cancer Jar, although we may have a little check for you tomorrow morning when I'm on with Kevin, but I'll I'll save that. Um, I'm so offended by Xhaka being late for the North London derby as a captain, and I'm as offended Xhaka, as Jacka behaving Abameyang. the way he uh, sorry, and Jacka behaving the way he did when he threw his shirt and got pissed off in the crowd. I just can never imagine Tony Adams or Patrick Vieira ever being late for the North London derby and then refusing to do a warm down when the coach or the coaching staff asked them to after. That's the beginning of the end for me. Aubameyang, I think his mind left Arsenal on that day. There's something not right. And I'm not sure it's going to get resolved anytime soon.
1: But sorry, Mike. I I don't know you're going to jump on, but it's just a quick one to follow on from Sophie on that. I agree with you there, Sophie, because for me, and and maybe I'm on my own on this one. Okay, but for me, let's put ourselves in Granit Jack's situation here. So, I was actually at the game the week before he got booed uh, at Palace. He got booed while Spain substituted, and, and and ironically, jeered at. We've all seen some of the messages that had been sent privately and to him about threats to his family.
0: When we needed him to rush off, that the wasn't approach. the
1: case. It oh, wasn't geez. the case at the Aston. It wasn't the case at the Aston Villa game. It wasn't. It's, he wasn't performing that well, and he got jeered at from the crowd. But now, wait. After all that, the fans were gesturing at him whilst he was walking off, and he loses the plot and to, tells him to fuck off, okay? And after all those threats, all those cheers, all those boos, people go, he said the same thing to me. Now I'm offended by that. Like, grow the fuck up. But being late for a North London derby, being late to training on numerous occasions, I think Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang's actions were much more sort of devious and and, and offensive, if whatever word you want to use, than mm-hmm. Granit Jack is.
4: Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you completely, 100%. I don't know how he's gotten away with it. In fact, you know what? I think that's the day that he should have stripped him of the captaincy of Arsenal. That you're is so it. offensive to me. Like, be, don't be late for any game, but you're late for the Tottenham game. You're late. You know, you live in North London. You know the traffic. Don't give me this bullshit that you got stuck in traffic. That is such bullshit. I, and I went off him. I'm—I'm I'm admit, I, And everyone knows on my show, I'm off him. I'm sorry. You and, and it's not like and then people say, oh, you're such a you know, you're so you're so harsh. And, you know, his mum was sick and then they got malaria and I'm whatever. I'm like, all of that stuff happened after. And some of it may have happened before. But Kevin always says to me, too, he goes, the amount of stuff I used to go through in life and you still got to turn up and do your job and play. Like, we have shit going on here. Like, the house is literally flooded. But i still got to go to work today. I've got I to pay my bills, pay the mortgage. You've got to find a way. And I just think that in the modern-day game, like, just some players just get away with it and they shouldn't. And, yep. and I was offended as a fan. And as an Arsenal fan, if I'm paying season tickets as well and I'm out there and I just, I don't know, I just think to me he's not an Arsenal captain. He's the worst Arsenal captain ever, in my opinion.
0: Worse than Gallus.
4: Oh, come on. Okay, Gall- Gallus, Gallus <laughs> developed into the worst captain ever. But when we first got but, him, you know, come but, on. Hey, every- there yeah. she so, is. So,
0: so but, Jake is no longer but, the youngest but, person on the podcast. Yeah. JJ, who
7: do we have Sorry, here? Sorry, she's just been bothering me. So I apologize. But, no, um, she's um, not bothering anybody. Jesus, a, no. She's the she's 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 youngest gooner here right now, but um (laughs) who do we have here this is is alice (laughs) 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 Alice. Uh, yeah that's you uh we by the way when's the last time we booed one of our players off Yeah, but there's been no crowds that game and before that, uh, (laughs) the the Zaca game. I mean, okay, that's a buoy. So I mean, a buoy's the most love hate relationship of all time. He's he's crazy, and I love him. (laughs) But
0: um, so, (laughs) yeah, I have I have some bad history with Emmanuel Bouie over the last hour or so. That's a (laughs) that's a game thing. Um, So let's. uh, By the way, Alice is getting uh, some mad love from the chat uh from from Darren who who She's the
4: prettiest has, guest you've ever had Mike.
0: She is. Um definitely. Uh, I'm a
1: fan uh, of Sophie.
4: I, oh, either, I'm sorry babe.
0: She, <laughs> she, she she's the
2: prettiest guest. Let me take
4: my I've shirt ever, off and throw it into the ground.
0: <laughs> she's The prettiest guest I've ever had, narrowly <laughs> defeating the previous holder of that which is JJ. Uh,
4: yeah, JJ's pretty too. He's a pretty, he's definitely pretty. But Jake, so, look at Jake. Come on, come on. Look at Jake. Look I'm, at him. I'm biased.
0: So what we're going to do right now <laughs> is we're going to we're going to we're going to do a drawing. Uh, I promised one at the end of the uh, the eight o'clock Eastern hour, and we're 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 just rolling with this conversation. So this draw is going to be for a Ruth Beck art print, uh, the third one we've given out uh, tonight. It is uh, this is one I know that Jake would want to have. Jake's already asked me for a Ruth Beck art print. Uh, this one is not going to be for you, uh, but anyone remember this famous picture?
4: Oh, I um, like it. That's good nice. Old,
0: good old Saul Campbell kissing the gold trophy, and Ruth Beck has uh, has her version of it, which looks like this.
4: It's so good.
0: And uh, and this is about to be going to uh, our third or our fourth winner of the uh, of the evening. So uh, so the we're gonna we're gonna draw for that Ruth Beck art uh jj is alice can alice read is that's i i i just been no, so she's
7: she'll be three this month <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> It's been so long since I had
7: kids of
1: that age <laughs> that I don't remember like when you. Get eat, when G- you G- Jesus Christ, Jake! How much pressure did this give on so, yeah, you? Know,
7: and this is our other Gunner. This is the one that she is a. She watches. Oh, some, she wakes up and watches the games I, with me. This one. Oh, so. that is there's nothing That's better. Awesome. Than that. I,
2: this is so adorable. Before, <laughs> before
0: Jake that. was old enough but. to know what. Our, well, actually, yeah, I used to watch the games with with a three year old Jake and a six year old Allie. So. Wow. Uh, Jake, how uh, right, Jake, hold you uh, now. Me?
6: I am seventeen,
0: 2018 next month. Ah, I'm 116. Yeah. You're already out. <laughs> He's
4: getting right, ready for so college.
0: We're gonna draw the winner, um, and uh, oh. let's. Damn, I'm getting bitten
4: out
0: here. Let's get a quick update on how we're doing here Uh with our goal. Our goal is five thousand dollars raised from this potathon, and we, uh, as things are slowing down in the middle of the night over in Europe, we are at three thousand eight hundred ninety uh which is fantastic a couple more donations came in over the last hour or so and uh you know again i can't thank people enough for their generosity and i hope that we can in some way uh repay that with with fun and content and uh and and some prizes for people and in the uh in the area of prizes well we get a a, we get a super insight on sophie's home life now um we're going to pick the winner, and if there's anyone, if there's if there's a, a little one running around that wants to read out the name of the winner, we can do that. Otherwise, I'll do it. But uh, Okay, perfect. So Chip, Chip, you're the level one. There you go. All right.
6: I can do it. Let me yeah. go to the
0: randomizer. <laughs> and we're going to do the draw for the Saul Campbell, Ruth Beck art. And the winner... The winner again, Steve Manios. <laughs> we, we've had two winners of four prizes so far. But look, it's it's again it's random and it's based on the, uh, the, uh, the 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 size of the donation. So it only takes one one donation, one small donation to win. But Steve's got uh, uh, two prizes now and, and congratulations for the Ruth Beck art print of Saul Campbell. And again, thanks to everybody who's donated. We have 14 more prize drawings to do over the next 16, 15, 16 hours. And uh, we're going so to really start to ramp things up with, with some T-shirts, some Gooners versus Cancer stuff, some Arsenal jerseys, signed legend jerseys from Lee Dixon and Kevin Campbell are still left. And then, of course, the team signed uh, jersey at, uh, in our final hour where someone will win something and also get
7: to see me fall asleep live on camera.
4: That would be epic. Hey hey
7: be- Mike, I want to say this is really cool what you're doing, by the way. Yeah. Oh, well, this well thank is a you. Really, really, really cool thing you're doing. Uh obviously it's one of the you know something that we have to fight, you know, everyone's fight a lot of people are fighting every day here. Uh that's so, why so I have actually a shaved head right now. Uh one of my one of my good friends, Erin, uh she just got stage four le- stage four leukemia. Mm. Uh, she's thirty four, thirty-four, healthy and just hit her. So, you know, it can affect anyone at any time. And that's why things like this are amazing to help well, them out. I appreciate that. It means a
0: lot coming from you, JJ, because I know how active you are in in yeah. the, the charity and fundraising yeah. community. And, and uh, uh, you know, it's nice to hear that. It, it I've just really been pleased and, and to have Owen and Jared with me when, when you say that, yeah. because it is not a thing that I'm doing anymore. Right. It right. used to be. And now it's a thing that we're doing. Yeah, and um, thank you guys too. I apologize. Jake is helping. Oh, no, 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 no. Owen is Owen is com- you know, taken upon himself to to raise money from others. Jared is is helping so much on both the back end and the front end. Um, you know, it, it when we get into a situation where I don't have to be doing everything, where I don't have to think about this, that and the other thing, and I'm just kind of you know letting it all happen that's when that's how you leverage i've never been able to figure that out in my professional life but for the charity oh. the support and the and the friendship uh of people it it, it just really means a lot it makes my heart warm and, and and i shaved my head and people people are like you know your dad passed away 11 years ago why did you just shave your head last year and and i don't have a good answer for that
1: um, uh, i do you want to know why if there's one positive that we can take out of it is jj that um you have a lovely shaped head, and 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 you actually quite should it, Whereas I would look like Voldemort beaten with a baseball bat to face shape my head. So yeah. it's cool, man. It's it's very uh, early noughties, Justin Timberlake. If you can, <laughs> if, if, if if you can move like him, yeah. no, I can't. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> I would, I would break.
7: <laughs>
4: you know that's like the um the heartwarming thing about something that is so catastrophic is how people come together right. you know to support it and stuff like that. My sister totally shaved and uh, I know it sounds weird but for a woman to completely shave her head I mean oh, I, not, you know think dim, me more GI Jane style but she did my uncle um passed away from cancer and she completely shaved her head last year and raise money and stuff like that. And it just makes you do things because it feels like the right thing. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and JJ's hit it on the the nail on the head. You guys are doing an amazing job. It's unlike anything in the Arsenal community. And uh, it's amazing. It really is.
0: You know who else uh, made that big sacrifice?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Lead judges. But do you want to know what else? Uh, And and I know we're getting, we're getting very deep here at the minute, but not only, um, through the charitable work but uh something that i've noticed as well is over the course of the pandemic through the lockdowns over this last 18 months or so like if it wasn't for podcast and or, or the arsenal fan base online i don't know what the hell i would do and i'm pretty sure there's a lot of people like that like i'm pretty sure i've spent more time with mike on the internet than i have some of my best friends at this stage so it's cool that how so thinking you've
0: spent more time with mike than i have (laughs) oh
1: yeah (laughs) yeah.
4: it's a great point though that is yeah you know it's such a great point because really that's when hybrid squad really took flight was during the first lockdown when we decided to go out last
0: year yeah we decided to go out
4: every day and we felt like we needed people as much as people needed us and uh, I don't think listeners realize that sometimes, like during that time, like it was just as important to us as it was to them. Um, and you know, it was a really trying time for everybody, no matter where you are, what you earn, what you do for a living. You know, married, single. I mean, it was just really tough. And I totally agree with you. I and mean, that was that's a really great point. I mean, it was beca- it became like a hug, you know, a mm-hmm. group hug, and yeah. it's in- it's important
1: absolutely yeah and, and jared as somebody who has sort of branched into the world of podcast, and really over the last year or so how are you finding the whole socializing over the arsenal on the internet
5: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm kind of in this kind of in the same vein of what you guys are talking about i'd never been on a podcast at all until i believe maybe june or july of 2020 so it just wasn't really on my radar you know i followed the team but you know you You'd watch games with friends, you'd go to pubs, you, you, know, you had a lot of opportunities to, to talk about the team and enjoy it with friends in other ways. And then once that got taken away, I think me, like a lot of other people, you know, we get online, we meet some new people that way, talk about the team on Twitter. And I feel pretty fortunate that I just kind of walked backwards into what ended up being a pretty good group of people. With anyone you could run into on Twitter in the Arsenal world, it's a pretty mixed bag. And uh, you know, I ran into you know Tom, Owen, Mike, our friend Mike Hernandez, just uh, and a number of others, just a lot of good people in general. So I feel pretty fortunate that I've made you know a lot of good friends over the last year, and and people that I look forward to meeting in person someday if Arsenal makes it over to the U.S. for a game, or next time I'm over on that side in London. You know, it's nice to have people around the world you can get together with periodically and and enjoy the game and just enjoy, you know, talking to each other and enjoying each other's company for a while.
4: Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. so proud of you, American Gooners. I, I cannot begin to say how much you like. Honestly, I think I don't know people if they realize the community here until they come here. You know, all those tours that I've been on and seeing the growth year on year on year and seeing what the Arsenal America branch do and seeing what Mike's done with his pod. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, meeting someone like Jared. And then, look, Jake is the future. Right. And then JJ, who, you know, has uh, uh, is an entrepreneur and there's a lot of different things, but he loves the Arsenal and he's involved. And then Owens, like somewhere in the middle of Ireland. (laughs) You know, and he—he he seems to me like honestly. Sometimes I'm listening to the show and I'm thinking, "You live in America," to be honest with you.
1: No, and do you want to know why you hit the nail on the head so much, there, Sophie? Because, I, I, and I apologise for any offence caused in the next thirty seconds or so. Um, <laughs> there, there's a—that's my disclaimer. Um, there's, there's there's an account that I follow on on Facebook um, called the the USA. USA soccer guy. Oh, yeah,
0: that guy's been around. It's really
1: ironic over Americanization of breakdowns of Premier League games. And and for me growing up I always thought of American football fans as 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 the USA soccer guy type dude. But, man, they're so knowledgeable, not just about Arsenal, yeah. but about football. I mean, like, like for example, Drew Thompson, who was supposed to be on, but unfortunately couldn't make it this evening, is one of the most knowledgeable people I know about mm-hmm. the game uh, uh, as a whole. And, and I think people over here have this assumption that if you don't go and put your arse in the Emirates seats every weekend, that you're you're not a real fan. But I can tell you the commitment from a lot of the American Gunners, I know uh, massively outshine that of, of, of local Arsenal fans. Mm-hmm. I,
4: and I don't know what, what Jared and JJ think of this and Mike too, but I don't know if it comes from American football growing up watching it and X's and O's and just there's so much going on in American football on the offense and the defense and basketball's a little bit different, but there's just something about their awareness on tactics and that, front that you know um has really just impressed me over the years it's it's kind of mind-boggling it seems like people in the uk jumped on that later they were more analysts of the game talking about it going out ranting raving and then the x's and o's kind of came in a few years ago where people really started focusing on analytics and stuff like that
0: jake tell tell us as long as we're on the topic because you um first of all you haven't uh, spoken for a while but but uh i mean Obviously, when I was growing up, but probably even as, as little as 10 years ago, uh, you would not see any sign of international soccer, as, you know, as, as it's called here, or anything like that in school or in the kind of the, the kind of awareness of, of, of teenagers, um, now you go to school, and how many people are wearing, you know, Madrid or Liverpool or, in your case, Arsenal kits? In- PSG. Is it just pervasive in yeah, your no. high school? Now, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I know, I know you're in your friend group. It's it's a big thing, but I mean, beyond that, is it is it? I mean, what's the experience like, and how big of a part of just teenage life right now is English Premier League and and La Liga and other other sports?
6: It's gotten to the point where it's not just like if you're someone that grew up playing soccer or football, then you're going to like be wearing these jerseys around it. It's just like the community has gotten so much broader in America since I've been born with the whole awareness of all these teams and stuff. So, um, I, I love that everybody, and or not everybody, every, like all the community in America start, um, supporting these teams and like not necessarily supporting, but just being aware of how, uh, how oh, um, great it is to be a football fan! I'll, I'll say it, it, yeah. there's a lot to it, and I'm 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 pleased to see the expansion that it's that it's that's happening right now.
0: Would you say you see more football kits than American football kits in in school? I mean, I mean, people don't wear like Vikings jerseys and 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 Colts jerseys and stuff to school, do they?
6: No, no. In terms of uh, sports jerseys, I, I'm I'm starting to see so many more like I wish Arsenal jerseys, but it's all United <laughs> yeah. Liverpool. It's. I'm sure next year I'll see two abundant PSG jerseys in the schools. Well, you, because well, you, just,
0: well, you just bought I, it with I, I a Prance jersey.
6: If, if you guys saw the uh, the white PSG jersey, you, you would understand why I, I had to buy that one. But I didn't get Messi on the back, though, which no. um, wouldn't have been good for me because – there's
4: a lot of bandwagon talk. Well, who,
6: you
0: what'd you
6: get? what you jersey? get on the yeah. back? Virati. No
0: one. No one. No. a
4: France jersey
0: with Mbappe on the back, because he and and rightfully so is a huge Mbappe uh, Mbappe guy, and, he, and he's been wearing it since it arrived until he changed into that soccer jersey right before he came <laughs> this up is, here, but...
4: This is what annoys me is that. Arsenal have been falling so far. Back in the day, and,
0: and and it leads me into a point. But go go ahead.
4: Go on there, Mike. Go on there, Mike. Well, no, I'm I just going to say the,
0: the thing that you're saying about Arsenal. I had a discussion, uh, a private discussion with somebody who just left uh, Arsenal, but but is was in the on the insides of Arsenal, worked in Highbury House, and 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 it's not Mark Brindle. Uh, but like he. I was talking to him about the uh, the amazon the, the 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 all or nothing show and and kind of because the news had just broken on that and and he was interested in my opinion as a supporter and I basically told him it's a huge risk, it seems like a money grab and I don't see how this ends well. And he didn't push back on me, but you know the 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 point that he made and and I think this is this is why it's a relevant uh, discussion here, is that Arsenal threw their play on the pitch. the 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 slide that we've been on for really 10 years um as the the league position gets lower as the even the style of our play where we used to lose pretty that's not there anymore um you know it's it's just we're not a team that if you're just taking up the game from a fan perspective in you know in in parts of europe in asia in south america in america um, you're not going to pick Arsenal as your team because they're, they're essentially what, you know, when Jake was growing up, they're essentially what, you know, West Ham was, or, or, you know, what even worse than Everton. I mean, they're a mid table team. So the all, or nothing oh, that, that thing, hurt. <laughs> the all, and I mean, it, it does hurt, but the all or nothing thing on Amazon was as much about putting some more money in the coffers during a time, you know, during the pandemic era, which we shouldn't, be forced to have to do as it was about trying to kind of keep Arsenal at the front of mind of people who are learning about teams and you know be, people became Arsenal fans because of FIFA in the late 90s and the early 2000s. People became Arsenal fans because of certain players like Henri and Bergkamp. That, that and links Arsenal in R- R-
1: really well with this question Mike if you want to it really there's, links there's, in with that.
0: There's nothing to draw a, 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 a neutral to Arsenal at this point but Maybe the Amazon thing, if it doesn't turn into a complete Shouten Friday uh, situation like like uh, like Tottenham, you know that's kind of the the only upside to it. And the reason they did that. And the question from Tubes MD Tubio, uh, which is what I almost named my son, and then I went with Jake instead. <laughs> um, Thank if this crap for the next ten years continues, how would you see Arsenal's fan base at that time? Would how big of a loss? Uh, would Arsenal, you know, lose, uh, the, the under fan base. It's a generational thing. And we're at the precipice of becoming a mid table team worldwide, whether we fit wherever we finish in the table, we're not going to be in the league of those other teams. And it's, it's mm. awful.
1: So I okay. think. Uh, oh, sorry. I was. I, I was going to ch- jump in uh, just for a good. second because it's, but it's, but I already it's,
0: interrupted yeah. self. So now I got to hand it back to. This. Oh, oh, I didn't know if she was. Yeah, she's just swatting. Yeah, you no, know, she's
1: just swatting flies.
0: I'm, I'm, so
4: I'm getting bitten left, right, and My blood is very sweet, apparently. So okay, yeah, I got. It.
0: He has the same problem. He's just such a sweet kid that he gets bitten. Up. Yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. R- but, real, uh, go on, Owen. I, I. I. I'm just. Just. You know. I'm busy. Like killing flies here killing so, ma- yeah. mass
1: destruction of the insect race right there um no i was gonna i was gonna say just because i think i'm quite well aged for this uh this question because obviously i'm just coming 30 i was born in 1992 so i was really in that sort of childhood early teenage years of uh, of the invincibles um so it was so I remember when I was growing up, take me off that. It makes me really insecure.
4: (laughs) I mean, I'm old enough to be your
1: mom. Yeah, maybe you are. I'll have to get. I'm a, old enough um, to be Jake. Uh, I
4: mean, I might be your mom. I mean, who knows? But, uh, um, yeah. Well.
1: No, but I, I, I remember I heard how I was talking about his mom earlier in the podcast. She's a saint, and he's making a mockery of the of the woman. Um, anyway, I remember when I was a kid walking around. There was United and Arsenal jerseys, and 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 there were an Arsenal jersey. You felt almost like. I know it's a it, was, it sounds like I'm being cheesy to say this, but you felt invincible wearing it. It was a, it was like a badge of honor. You know, it was a, almost you when you were wearing that. And there was any argument about football, it was an immediate fuck you to anybody else that you were talking to, that you couldn't be made fun of because of the achievements of that team. But now, when you mention that you support Arsenal, you almost say it with a a hint of embarrassment. Almost like I, and and the way I would say it is. Is that um, it might be different over over stateside because <laughs> so, 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 so so something that happens no, we here that is, then we go like this. No, it's a banter. <laughs> it's a banter thing over here. You just get slagged so much, and and for me, the way I would describe it is, I almost feel like what I think an Everton fan would feel like saying they support Everton it's like people were like well why the fuck would you do that and, and that, that's the thing that I think Arsenal like we aren't going to attract a gener- new generation of Arsenal fans at this moment in time give it another five years you're going to just see Chelsea City, United Tops that's all you're gonna see,
0: I'm and, and bring people to the uh, pub I was gonna video. say,
5: Sokka and Smith Rowe may help us out in that yeah. if they if they develop. We all Jared. think they could. I think that that could have an impact on the younger generation. But they hopefully.
1: chase glory, kids chase glory, man. I, I no, that way they might. Be what, different. Maybe
5: they'll get on Instagram with a bunch of models, and that'll bring them in. No,
4: but yeah. Saka's Just become like, an agent of change. He he's now ingrained in you know. T- uh, Jason Sudeikis wore a sweatshirt going to a Ted Lasso pr- um, premiere, which is pioneered by Apple Plus, which is a yeah. multi-billion dollar company. And he's got Bukayo, you know, Jaden, yeah. mm-hmm. Marcus. I mean, that's, a, that you, that's crossing over. Yeah, and Saka really somehow has crossed, he, he's crossed over with those guys. I think Marcus crossed over with everything he did in the UK. Um, what I, I, I would say about
7: also American fans compared to what I feel like is English fans, Mm-hmm. And you could get me, so if you let me know. <laughs> so Jake, you have, we, uh, you know, I always no. found this interesting. Jeff, but, uh, Jeff, Jeff, uh, what am I, was was
4: what I was say something? Yeah.
7: Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no. You're good. Um, we really like we're very biased towards our teams. Where I feel like Eames fans always feel like their teams didn't do shit. Uh, <laughs> like my boy, I have a, one of my two of my two of my good friends are in London. One's a uh, Arsenal fan. And one's a United fan like, oh, they're playing Brentford, like we're gonna lose. I'm like, what do you mean you're gonna lose? And they ask me every time they go, How do you think Arsenal's gonna do this? And I'm like, we're gonna win the league. We're gonna win the league. <laughs> oh oh really, you think you're gonna win the league? Uh, baby, no, not right now. Sorry, in one second. Sorry, if it, like you're gonna win the league. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> It's all good, bro. It's all good. What?
4: She's saying, she's telling, she's literally
1: fucking it over. She's actually, she said, Dad, you're not going to win the league. She's walking over and being like, Dad, don't be so (laughs) fucking stupid, (laughs) Dad.
4: (laughs) Do
7: you guys know who the Cleveland Browns are? Oh, yeah. Okay. You want to talk about that guy
1: from Family Gay? Some of
7: the most diehard fans in the world, and their team cannot win. Their team can't win. But guess what? There's no equivalent to
0: the Cleveland
4: Browns. Uh, No, he's bringing up a good point, though. So what?
0: What what sport? Because if you were the Cleveland Browns, you'd be in like league, league four by
7: now. You would be, and but the thing, and they still, and they'd still be, they'd still be very like top fans. Same Um, with Buffalo
4: Bills fans, like. And that's why
7: I, I know we could do it. We have, I'm telling you right now, we have young talent. We could do it. First off, and, and I'm gonna go against like the whole like we're not gonna attract fans on all this. This is what I'm gonna against I'm gonna be a devil's advocate right now. It's showing you how much the game's expanding. There are so many good players out in the world. The lesser Cities, when they won it that year, no one thought they could ever win it. But they have these young players and now they're on Man City. Don't get you wrong. City, go please, 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 baby. Please. please. <laughs> I know I, I, you, I, love I want it. To hear you whispering, babe. Um
1: my youngest daughter <laughs> spilled something. I'm like, I'll go pick up it a little bit. I, so like, I, I had my first uh, child almost two years ago, so i could <laughs> so really to this. So, <laughs> so and they're like the cutest girls in the world, obviously you guys saw them, so. uh, But again, that's who
7: we it, it's you know, we're we're biased. We're very, biased. We're, very biased. we're very biased in America. We our team is team's going win every year. You can have the worst odds in the world. we will probably going to put $1,000 for them to go win. So, I'm imagining um, the girls
0: off camera right now doing this. Oh, <laughs> might as well be. Oh, my
7: God, The door's cracked and now they're going, <laughs> like, oh, wait, a second. I gave your tablet. I gave your tablet. No, but um, I think that's where we differ because every time I talk to my buddy who's a the United fan, <laughs> he's like, oh, we're going to lose this game. He's not good enough hey Alex. yeah okay.
1: we're 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 uh, quite ge- we're quite generally fucking miserable about most things are. over here
7: and, yeah. and she wants to see my lap i guess that's what she was yelling at me um,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
7: Hi. i know i know i know well, hold on daddy's talking okay um so but again we're going to win it this year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, have been asking, I have been asking for top four, oh, bottom it. three.
7: I, I mean, if you're going to be the
0: first person to go on record saying we're winning the league, you're, you're – uh, We're winning the
7: league. We, we well, I mean, if uh, Leicester City did it their year, why can't we?
4: Do you know so, what I love? This is the – when I first moved to America, I was like, wow people are inspiring. They really, really feel like they could do anything. <laughs> you <know>? really do. <laughs> and I'm like this Brit that just arrived here. And, um, you know, we just have a bit of a a, a, a more, yeah. I don't know.
1: Pessimistic.
4: Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, a pessimistic Which, which doesn't jive
0: company. with the, well, although I am aware that the it's coming home thing is, is more of a self-effacing kind of like, don't backtrack
2: really? now, you
4: fucking. That's also a pessimistic sh- thing. That right, song, I, that's what I'm saying. Lyrics, like it isn't.
0: It
2: isn't as brash losers, as people think we, it is.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's not. People completely misinterpret that whole thing. Because deep down, would, we all know it's not coming home.
0: Right. <laughs> you what,
2: know I was,
4: that, mean? Um,
0: what I was going to ask you before Jake is: is um, you know, you have a a, good, a, a friend and a former teammate who, you know, just like you, was was indoctrinated into his father's favorite team and had no choice, but. In this case, that team is West Ham. Um, and, uh, you know, have you ever talked to, to – e- his name actually is Ian, not Owen, <laughs> uh, although he spells it almost like you do. Um, I mean, did you ever talk about, like, what it's like – I mean, because you at least had the – like, when you were first becoming an Arsenal fan, you had the possibility that we might win something. You've seen us finish second. You've seen us, you know, be in, in cup finals and win cup finals. Um uh, as a West Ham fan, I mean, it, and and I hate that the undertone to this question is, are we going to feel the same way? And is your child going to feel this way when he's growing up or she's growing up? But, but uh, I mean, how did what was his attitude towards it? Was it you know we're good or we suck or like how did he handle it?
6: It's interesting for him because, um, like we were talking about how like in America you try being like, like whether or not you're pessimistic or like confident about what your team will do, but he actually knows how bad it is for, for him being a West Ham supporter, but he'll still do it, which is like, he, they're they're actually a British family. So, I mean, maybe, maybe there's
0: England cricketer as a
6: matter of fact. Yeah. uh, Maybe there's, maybe that's part of it, but he, he's not going to stop supporting them or whatever, because they, they don't win. He's a very passionate uh, hammer supporter, which is very interesting. When I, when I met him, I was a little, Clueless about why he was supporting West Ham, but I mean, I don't want Arsenal to fall into that same circle that West Ham is in. But um, he, he knows, he knows, he, he's not very, he's not the type that says that we're well, West Ham, we're going to go win the title this year, but um, he's still, he's still a very passionate West Ham supporter. Let's
4: give him a yellow card for that. Well, we and I'm, and I'm, <laughs> so,
6: I'm Sophie, really
0: close with, with his father, who's where the West Ham came from, and, and, you know, we, we talked a lot this season when we played them, the 3-3 game, we were texting back and forth, the whole, you know, who's going to finish ahead of, you know, who's going to finish ahead, is it West Ham or us? And, you know, he, very gracious. You would expect him to either be like, this is the greatest year ever, or, I mean, he he basically said, I'm a little worried about us going to Europe because next year we'll like fall down to 13th because we don't have the squad to play all these. <laughs> I mean, like, like just very pessimistic, like the English thing that you talked about. So I'm, I'm, I'm always fascinated with people who adopt a team, not by birth that isn't one of the yeah. top teams. Do you have any other friends, Jacob, you know, of your age that, I mean, I know your friends are mostly, you know, Barca, Madrid, uh, PSG, uh, United, but like, do you, do you know people who are uh, other than than Dan, who's an Arsenal fan, who are uh, kind of just picked a team? Or or this this question could be for any of you, Jared, uh, Owen, and Sophie. I mean, do you have mm-hmm. it? Is it really just five or six teams that people are choosing these days? Or
2: I think people yeah, it's
6: probably it's probably um, a better question for someone else because um, I mean, I have friends that aren't. Uh, football fans, but like my friends
0: know, the I don't
6: think. He generation is is more inclined yeah. to. He, he, to he, the- here's
1: I think I think this is uh, and and tell me if I'm wrong here, but this is a good question, Sophie. As someone who I would say is a bit of a traditionalist around around the game of football, mm-hmm. uh, with the whole Super League fiasco at the time, there was a lot of talk of 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 the top clubs fans saying, if this goes through, I'm done. I'm going to support X, Y, and Z. If they would ever come back to that situation, say, where it was this inclusive, protected league where 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 the the fur, fur competition was taken out of the equation, mm-hmm. would you be somebody that said, that's enough for me, I'm walking away and I'm going back to a more traditional type of club, maybe the likes of Southampton or whoever, name any team? It, 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 is, would that be the sort of final straw for you? Um, uh, it's but, a great
4: it's a really great question I could never turn my back on Arsenal no matter what right I don't care if we're in the second or third division or whatever it is we're, we're is it us in Everton that's still the only top flight teams to ever be relegated mm-hmm. um, but I my cousins have started going to Barnet games and Leighton Orient games more than Arsenal games they get more joy out of that they take their kids to that it's a little bit more inclusive and more community-driven. It's affordable for families to go to, right? And I think that's the difference. And you bring up a good point. You know that PSG's Instagram account was at 18 million, I believe, before Messi signed.
5: I saw and this. You
4: can correct me if I'm wrong, Jared. I don't know if the, I've got the right number, but it's in one day it's gone to 49 million.
5: Yeah, I think from under 20 to almost 50 in a day. That's in a ridiculous. Day. It, insane. It,
4: and that is the power of the superstar. And people use the words star, superstar, and legend very loosely these days. Messi is a superstar. He's a game changer. He's a Pele. He's a Maradona. There's no denying it. The, the crowds, the cheers, Paris. I mean, this is Paris, the city of love and light, you know. And they're going crazy for him. And, and he's, he's doing something that Jake's generation, I think, is more prone to. A lot of young fans now follow players more than teams. They buy, they'll buy a Messi jersey right. at PSG. They'll buy a Messi jersey from Barcelona. I will never buy. That's yes. just me. I know there's guys that love fashion, you know, and they want to be like, oh my. I would never buy
1: back. another team's jersey. Is never. Felipe
0: is Felipe uh, following Messi to PSG or is he sticking with Barca?
6: He's a mess He's not going to support PSG, but he is going to support Messi. So if Messi does well, he's happy. But he's not gonna. He's but not is gonna, he still
0: like, like, like Has this taken the 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 bloom off of the rose or the whatever the the expression is uh, of, of Barcelona for him, or is he still like was his Barcelona fan, fanaticism about Messi at Barcelona, or is it about Barcelona whether Messi's there or not?
6: Well, not, it started not,
0: I'm pretty for sure
2: him,
6: but. because because of Messi. That's why he started being a Barcelona fan. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure, but um. I've been told by him that he's not switching teams, so uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. Yeah. But I know that he's still definitely supporting Messi because I mean, if if you have Messi as your favorite player, you're not gonna hope he does bad or anything just because he leaves, especially with what he's done for them. So, um, yeah.
7: But I mean, I, I I also understand like PSG for me, like they win, I'm happy for them. It's the first European game I've ever been to, only one. I would say a PSG game because Arsenal was on. Uh, that week, they're on international break. The next week, I was in Paris, so I was able to attend that game. Um, but, like, uh, uh, Boris, Boris Dermott? How do you say it? BVB in uh, German? Richard, Richard. Thank you. Uh, again, I butcher things. With Pulisic, <laughs> with Pulisic I, I, I did root for them for the German league. Now, they came up against Arsenal in Europa, champions, whatever it was, I hope they ate shit. We killed. We killed them eight zero. But did I have a little bit of like, yeah, politics on there? He's a McKin. He's sort of like our little American hero guy. I point. want him to succeed, and like, I did. I I do personally. Like, hey, yeah, I hope you do well. Um, but I'll never again. I'm not gonna buy his jersey from their team. The only jerseys I buy are Arsenal USA. I do have an England England jersey. It's actually pretty funny, uh, which, Sophia told you about. That's um, your
4: Wilshire jersey. Yeah.
7: yeah, I, yeah. I'll tell you guys about this real quick. I actually have it right here. <laughs> so my father-in-law went to England. He's like, hey, is there any England national team player you'd want to sign jersey from? I'm like, yes, Jack Wilshire. All I said. So I got that, right? He got me it? Is that Game worn? It looked it looks like not you just game, no, it's no. no it looked
0: like you just smelled it as you brought it up. So
7: I thought maybe oh, new. I have a signature on it. Nice. <laughs> it, now, if you can read this signature. My poor father or my stepdad, I guess, he doesn't know soccer that well because that is a uh, Wayne Rooney number 10. Oh no, <laughs> he, had Wayne, he had Wayne Rooney <laughs> sign. A Jack Wilson jersey, like, <laughs>
2: like it's the best story. I love
7: it. He it, me, I think when he was doing
1: that. That was, makes that it so much, much better.
7: He brought me. I'm like Rooney. New uh, first off, Rooney's signature, amazing. Jack Wilson jersey, amazing. <laughs> this doesn't Together. work. Now. It's just <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> you need,
2: you need,
7: now that you know t- Wilshire, You got to get Jack Wilshire to sign a Rooney. I know, game. and I told Jack about it. him. And I and him and I just started dying he's, laughing he's about laughing it. Like after our he's conversation, I'm like, Jack, yeah. I have to tell you a story, and he's like, Dude, I'm, he's like, I'm crying right now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like poor Wayne is signing your jersey. <laughs>
4: so, <laughs> so good though, I love it. It's so good. But, yeah.
7: So but, I have a I have a Wayne Rooney signature on a Jack Wilshire jersey, If anyone wants it, it might be worth a lot of money. Who knows? That's you amazing. know what? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't know why, but Gunners versus Cancer might be able to find some <laughs> level of. Uh, let's uh, let's get it out there. If anyone wants this jersey, if they want to pay for it, it's yours. It's all I'll send. I'll, I will mail to you personally. So, Absolutely. So here's here's what we got to do because there's a, a little bit of logistical stuff
0: coming up, and I know Sophie, you're getting bitten up. Um,
4: I have to go inside. I'm getting. I, I've. Can you can you,
0: can you can uh, you can you go dark on the on the video and audio, and then just and then put it back on when you're inside? Can yeah, you do that?
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll okay. I'll, look, I'll I'll come back in. Okay. Okay. Perfect.
0: All right. I, Well, right. Oh, don't, don't leave. You will not be able to come back in. I've just changed the open mic link because oh, we're about to switch feeds.
4: Okay. Well, I have to. Okay. So I'll mute myself.
0: She yourself while she was explaining what you'll
7: yeah. mute myself? <laughs>
0: <I'll> mute my- <laughs> okay, there I mean, we go.
4: That's what I want. I mean, to that's it. total shit show, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> um Just- I- I'm gonna mute myself and go off camera and then take this in because it's running out of juice. And okay. I'm gonna yeah, I'll be back.
0: Perfect. Um, okay. So here's what we're gonna have to do. Um we could stream for 24 straight hours, but YouTube will not. Archive it. And I want to have all of this for posterity. So uh, that's why we've divided the show into three different segments, three different eight hour segments. And, uh, and so we are approaching seven hours and 47 minutes on camera right now. Owen and, 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 and I've been big, big ups. Uh, I'm feeling strong AF. Uh, I'm ready to go uh, further to our next segment in about 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, I, I have cracked open another uh, Red Bull. But what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to ask both the chat, but we're going to have to ask the chat. We're going to end this segment uh, in the next 12 minutes, and we're going to have to ask the chat to follow us. You always take a chance. You're going to lose people. But, guys, I've made it really, really easy for you uh, to go to the next show. Uh, all you have to do, and I'm, I'm going to put it here in the uh, in the thing, is go to wwwgvc That's Gooners versus cancer Two dot football. That will take you to our next YouTube stream. And there's 40 of you in live chat right now. I want to see all 40 of you jump over. Cause it's going to be a fun next couple hours. Uh, but, uh, but please do follow us there. Um, and, uh, and that's going to be happening in about 10 minutes or so with those 10 minutes. I just want to get everybody's top four, bottom three and, and where they think Arsenal is going to finish. And we'll start with, uh, with one of the folks who is uh, currently Uh, on the podcast right now. So, uh, and and Owen, we're going to save yours to a little bit later. So Jared, uh, let's hear your top four, bottom three and, uh, and where you think Arsenal will fall if they're not in that list.
5: They are not. So, (laughs) so top four, I mean, I'm pretty much probably, I assume everybody I've got in order. I've got city, Chelsea, United, Liverpool, and, I just as much as I'd love to see us crack that. I mean, City dominated the league last year. They had a hundred million Jack Grealish. Chelsea, were the champions of Europe, at a hundred million dollar Lukaku. Um, United finished second. They had Varane and Sancho. Liverpool's got Van Dijk back. They have Kanate. It's just going to be tough to to breach those those four. Uh, for my bottom three, I had to look up the list like everybody else. Uh, I've got Watford, Norwich, and I think Burnley. This will be the year they finally kind of drop out. It just feels like that the airs kind of come out of them a little bit. and it's They just don't have that same push that they had before. I feel like Daesh might be on his way out in the next year or two. So uh, I've got them in the relegation zone as well. And for, and for Arsenal, um, as it sits right now with the team we're going in, I'm putting us at sixth. You know, the window's still open. Maybe we'll bring in somebody that changes that to potentially fifth, but Leicester City's awfully good. I think it's gonna be tough to to beat them over thirty eight games. So I've got us in the sixth spot.
0: Okay. And and um, and tell me again, uh, you said Burnley was going down and who else?
5: Uh Watford and Norwich. Okay.
0: All righty. Uh, Watford and Norwich. Now now JJ, we know your uh your number one team. Arsenal. Uh, the mighty, mighty Arsenal. Uh <laughs> Who are Arsenal going to pip to the trophy this season, and, and will it be a goal? I mean, you might as well just go. We're going, we're going to go invincible this season. While you're at it, <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's right. We are. Um, I think honestly, I think I think so. My six teams going to be Liverpool. I think they're just. I think they're sort of. I don't know. I just don't think it's there for me. Or, anyways, that's our guess. United's going to be right behind us. Um. <laughs> And then oh, man, there's some good things. Uh Aston Villa. No, uh, no, no. Bill, Chelsea looks like, strong. Uh, Chelsea's all okay, so it's gonna be United City Chelsea after us. Well,
0: right? that and then, that will result in Thomas Tuchel getting sacked. Um,
7: well, <laughs> and guess what? He better start looking for a new job. Um, <laughs> so, and they can buy whoever they want. I'm telling you right now, we're we'll be fine. We're gonna be fine, boys. I, I first it, off, man. I, I need to call you every night before I go to bed and just get that kind of and if, it's, if we're not first, honestly, if I'm gonna be like, I have to sit here. You he guys beat me down. We're gonna be top four this year. Not worried about. It. I'm not worried about that. I love it. Um, but uh, bottom three Brentford, Norwich, Tottenham. <laughs> you know what? You, you,
2: you, win the,
0: the, you win the award
7: for the. Uh, the I mean, I, I don't know that I would go gambling with you. Hey, Mike, if you want to win the big money, you got to come with me. <laughs> well, I, I'll take you with get. For I, it. I go after the odds. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um,
0: <laughs> all right. So uh, something just happened that I wasn't expecting. So uh, so let me throw it to you, Soph, uh, and we'll finish off with Jake's uh, top four and bottom three.
4: Top uh, four. Top four. I have a horrible, horrible feeling Man United are going to win the league this year. No.
0: Mm. I really do. Uh,
4: I actually think Solskjaer might pull it together because when you look at their season after season with him, he's improved the squad. Yes. Yeah. He has. And their position in the league. And I think the signing of Sancho, Varane, Pogba's going to stay, it looks like. Um, Rashford is injured for the start of the season, but they've got Cavani, they've got Maguire, they've got Luke Shaw. They're a good team, you know. And I think it's going to be hard for City to to defend again. And I don't think Liverpool are going to be strong enough. And I think City have to go balls out for the Champions League. So I'm going to go United. I'm going to go City. I think there's going to be a great battle of Manchester this season. That will be exciting for the league. Then I'm going to go Chelsea. And I think it's a scramble for fourth. I don't think it's a shoe in that Liverpool will make fourth. But I don't know who will challenge them. So I'm going to pick Liverpool. Did I just okay. contradict myself Arsenal, Arsenal
7: Arsenal's going to challenge them.
4: Nah, we're not, mate. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> uh i hope you know what jj i hope you're right and i love your optimism and i can't wait to like talk about it with you and stuff like that no. but i just i just can't see it i can't see us
7: i mean just, say, the so, squad just like jared said esr is gonna be the top guy for arsenal we have saka i mean he's a gonna be a regular in the english team now
4: i think right? esr we, is, is to gonna that- be better than saka this season i think he's gonna be a well, star if he can I stay think- fit
7: we're gonna be that lesser City that people like didn't realize. Like
0: Yeah, but they had Claudio
4: are, like, Ranieri and we have Arteta.
7: Yeah.
0: Uh what, our just is, let, oh. let's 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 save that for the for the next time. Yeah, right, right, okay. right, yeah. Um bottom three. Just mute me, Mike. Bottom
4: three. <laughs> 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 this, this is the first time
0: I have to control the time because I don't want it to go over yep. eight hours. Okay, so.
4: uh, bottom three. I'm gonna go uh Norwich. I think southampton might be in trouble this season Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna go for i think wolves might be in trouble
0: really well they've lost they've lost their coach i
4: I think they might suffer a sheffield united syndrome maybe so so. that would be my that will be my three
0: I'm surprised you didn't say Palace. Uh, honestly, given uh, but uh,
4: no, Vieira will be sacked by November, but they're not well, going. Yeah, now.
0: and his sacking will allow them to come back into the mid table.
4: Yeah,
0: and Arsenal finish tenth. Wow, Oof. that's one of those. I hope I'm proven wrong. I, I want to see that humble pie because I, I I cannot see us finishing tenth.
7: I don't know. Um, I wasn't going to drink tonight, but after that, Sophie, my God. <laughs> I'm having a whiskey
4: round. My God. Well, you have a fresh bottle, don't you, huh? <laughs> yeah, I do, and thank you so much.
0: I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. I'm All right, so, uh, so Jake, uh,
7: final word. Your top four uh, in the league this year? Or Jake. I said Jerry. I'm sorry, Jake. I apologize. I said your name wrong. Sorry. Go ahead.
6: Okay. Um, so um, my top four, I, I think – um, with this Lukaku thing, and by the way, I think that's an absurd price that they're about to pay for Lukaku, yeah. considering he's he's still like great player. But I mean, what what is it going to end up be? One hundred fifty million something like yeah,
0: that. I, I think it's one hundred fifty million dollars, but it's about hundred million pounds.
6: That's that's crazy. I I I mean, he's shown what he can do, but I don't I don't think he's got as much time left in him as someone like Grealish does. And he's going back
0: to a enough. club that gave up on him. Like I never understood yeah. that. It
2: was like the
6: power but getting him, like with what he's shown at, Inter, at uh, Inter Milan and what what these other Chelsea guys like Mount and um, the rest of their squad can do, I, th- I think they have a great chance of winning. So I'll put Chelsea at first, as much as I don't want to see them continue to win titles like they've already been doing this year. But um, I'll put them first because I don't think, even though they've gotten Grealish, I don't think City's got enough to win the title back-to-back. So I'll put City second behind them. And then I think... As much of a flap, I think Varane could be for, for United. I, I had said that I think Ben White's going to have a better season than Varane. I've said that. Yes. So um, I definitely think that's going to happen, and um, I'll put United third because of their squad depth—they have so much, they have so much going for them—and then I'll put Liverpool right behind them. And then for my bottom three, I definitely think Norwich is going to be the bottom team. Like I think they'll finish dead last this year. They've got Pookie, but that's about it. I think they've got a they've got young Cantwell, but I don't I don't see their like their chances of staying up this year. And then other the other two not in water probably Southampton losing Ings is awful for them. And then also um, I've got a soft spot for the cycling GK Ben Foster, so I don't I'm not going to see Watford are going down this year. I think the third team will probably be it as much as I think that I, they, they've got a good, um, their style of play is interesting, but I, I think man. they'll get taught. Man. Man.
4: That was a really good call. I, I
6: love it. I hope you're right. Listen to me. Uh, there's there
0: so much pride running through my veins right now, and there's three reasons for it. One <laughs> oh, one is because wow. of how this, this event is going, the charity and the, and the help that I'm getting from everybody. Two is... I mean, we've, we found a new superstar on a podcast right here. I
4: mean, I'm and, just saying, uh, I'm going to stay. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And and thanks, and, and, thanks, and yeah, it, it's, it's Owen. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Owen. <laughs> no, Jake, I mean, I'm, I'm so proud of, of my kid. Uh, I, I think I've done something right or gotten lucky or stumbled upon something. Because uh, as good as he's been on the podcast, I just enjoy spending time with him. Uh, when we were in Orlando <laughs> together, we laughed our asses off for four days and uh you know like i've said on twitter first thing have a son or daughter and love that son or daughter uh and and just watch them blossom And, and dude it's it's the best thing in the world um you're my best friend buddy and and uh and i love you and i'm glad that you came on the podcast
1: Gonna uh, yeah, yeah, awesome. you're,
0: you're my best friend, buddy, and I love you. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh,
7: my role of us
0: are crying right now, by the way. Uh, you know, it, it's, oh, and what and what's the third thing I was going to say? Um, I completely, oh, the third thing is Jared. there are a lot of people in the chat who I happen to know are, uh, are in Europe right now, and it is three o'clock in the morning in Europe. Um, and, uh, and you know, they're, they're the usual suspects. Giannis, I know likes to stay up for a podcast. Jimmy's here, but, uh, Steve's in the the house and, and, uh, I just really, really appreciate you guys being here and, uh, and staying with us so far. So good. We're one third of the way through this. We've raised 75% of our goal, nearly $4,000. Um, join us! The not Am- not another American or not another Arsenal podcast is coming on. Uh, not another American. That America. America. that was
2: on purpose. America. Mikey
0: Hers is going to be uh, leading the show, uh, and uh, we're going to have a good a good next couple of hours with that. Play some games, and I just in the twenty seconds we have left, I just wanted to thank all of you for coming, for being on the podcast, and uh, it, it's been it's been a fun first eight hours, and I'm looking forward to the next eight. So thanks again. Everybody, you're, you're, for you're doing amazing. These, stuff, hours. these two hours, I had no plan for. We lost two people that were supposed to be coming in, and it still turned out to be maybe the, the funnest two hours of the pod so far. So, thank you so much, appreciate it, and come on, you gooners.